Yes, so we'll get to discuss Red Dead and all the news this week. Well, Never we'll mind that. Are we ready to start? Why don't we just start? Yeah. I don't know. I'm ready. Chinny, are you ready? You ready? You ready? Uh, yeah. Sounds like an aeroplane. <laughs> it's like Linda Belcher. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Really? Jimmy and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play. At this time, all cell phones gamers. must be stored in a pocket or bag. Thank you. It's the veteran gamers. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, hey, ginger balls. Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. My wife. Very proud of you. That's very nice. Hello and welcome to Trois Sant Sink on Sank. Of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay! 357! Say un bon chose et nous sommes bienvenus. No, I was going to say well met, but it doesn't work in French. It doesn't sound like that. Yeah, I have no idea why I did that. I just thought it was too Why not? Add a little flavor for our European friends. Notre ami européen. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. Je m'appelle Chini. Yay! sound clip for france i have one for japan and canada but not france you need finger do it well, that, 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 but, um, no no no, no. <laughs> no the, the, the bit in the simpsons where you like, eating cheese monkeys no 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 again no. you interrupted <laughs> i had uh, never interrupt so the bit where they laugh at i think it's lisa or bart but then the teacher goes no, 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 no. Remember, in France, and he goes, oh, ho, 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 and everybody in the Oh, yeah, I class. vaguely remember that. I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but there I do go. have Neil Warnock. For the goal! What's your excuse there? No excuse at all, no. You mocking it! You! She's bleeding out, Pat! He's back in that noise! <laughs> all right, well, thanks to um, Obi-Wan Shinobi for that. Um, actually, you know... Like, when I think of France now, we recently watched a documentary that was called When Magic Goes Horribly Wrong. Right? <laughs> Sounds like a great documentary. Sounds like a very French documentary. It was. it was like people, you know, burying themselves alive and then realizing they couldn't get out, you know, and nearly dying and stuff. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I know, it is horrible. It went horribly wrong. That's why it was called When Magic Goes Horribly Wrong. <laughs> but there was a French guy in the early 1900s who invented what can be best described as the anorak parachute and he, mm-hmm. he basically had this coat with all these flaps and wings and stuff on it and had convinced himself he could float to the ground using said anorak and that man's name was just cause I am, three I am no clue. This guy literally tried to invent, invent the wingsuit before a wingsuit was a thing. Uh, but basically, this is what he did, right? He, he invented this thing, and then he climbed up to the first level of the Eiffel Tower and had this very old film crew there, like Chinny back in the early 1900s with his camera. It Actually, it was Chinny because he's a timeless being. He's an immortal. He is. True. He is. True. He is. True. But they, they basically filmed him jumping off the tower with this 
thing on him. And he landed and it was fine. Everything was fine. (laughs) And what was funny, right? And I know you shouldn't laugh because he did die. But (laughs) he he sort of kept doing this. You know when someone's revving themselves up to do something and just steps to the edge but then steps back a bit. There we go. Here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, no, no. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm not. No. And then he, he just jumped. And then there was like, obviously, he had another camera set up on the ground to, to show him floating. <laughs> but he didn't really float. No, he, he sort of go <laughs> flat from side out. And he sort of just plummeted to the ground and died. And yeah. so this That's a great way for us to start our podcast. France. Welcome, new listeners. So this relates to France in what way? Because he was French. Eiffel Tower, Hello. Fight. Jumped off the that is, tower. That is bullshit. You just wanted to bring that story. It's up. no, it's true. It's absolutely true. You did. This. No, you know how Stu's believe... mind works, though. It doesn't have to have any actual relevance to a discussion. He just because saw a was... thing recently, and he's going to talk about it. It was French. It was French fries, French salad dressing. I don't believe you watch this program. In fact, I don't believe you have a wife. <laughs> oh well, there's something. Shots fired! Now you have to prove that you have a wife, Stu. How do you feel about that? I know it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible that you have to prove you have a wife. I actually think that should be very easy. You just produce some documentation, marriage certificate. I don't think I need to do that. Oh, you're evading the question. Are we uh, recording? We are are recording, yes. Stu reminded me, but I had already begun doing it because I am a professional individual. He's professional. For once. Yeah. As always. If you're a new listener, you may notice there's a bunch of sound effects. What's with all the sound bites? That's because I'm in a good mood, and when I'm in a good mood, I'm more likely to use different sound bites, so there you go. He's in a good mood. Hurrah. (laughs) Witness the fitness. Now, I play that because The Witness was on sale this week on Steam, but I still didn't buy it. I know, I saw that. I thought you might. No, nope. might plump for. I'm it. gonna wait until it's cheap, cause I mean, you know, I got so many other things to play. And it was still like get time for that. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. I'm like, I'll wait. It's gonna get cheaper. Games are only gonna get cheaper. That's the thing. There's never an urgency to buy unless I'm really eager to play a game, and I'm usually not. Like whatever. There's no reason to buy it now. When you've got no, 300, when you've got 300 games in your Steam library, there's no real urgency to buy a new game. You know. No, that is true. That is true. If you're thinking I mean, even rationally. Chini, even Chini has over 300 games in his Steam library now. Yeah, thanks to you. Thank you to me, yeah. yeah. I bet he's not played any of them, though. No. No. Well, all right, I've got, I had 59 games in my own library. I still haven't played it, like, a tenth of those. Yeah, I that's most played hardly people, any of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, wait. Uh, uh, all right, anybody got a story time? Uh, no, not for me. I'm no story. I'm, I'm been lacking in stories these last few weeks, to be quite honest. Well, I have a story to tell. Okay. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. I won't tell the whole story because we're kind of pressed for time, but I will tell part of it. So there I am, driving into Sun Prairie on Wednesday morning on Highway N, like I do every day. Public enemies on full, Terminator X pounding through my system. I'm getting psyched for the day ahead as I pass the BP station, ready to wake some heads and rattle some cages. And then, bam, something hits my car. Oh my god, I hit a deer! And there's a black piece of something stuck to the door, dragging alongside the car and flipping up to hit the window. I'm freaking out, and I kill the radio. My hands are shaking, and I almost drop my bagel. I take crazy deep rapid breaths, trying to calm down as I pull over. I put the bagel in the dish beside me, and I hit the emergency lights. It was a deer. Oh my god, I hit a deer. How could I hit a deer? I'm always so careful. People who 
hit deers aren't paying attention, but I hit a deer. So I guess I wasn't paying attention. Oh, God, that poor animal. Why did my industrial machine have to kill it? Is my car totally broken out? What the hell just happened? So that was my Wednesday morning. And what? I, and was it a deer? Oh, yeah. I, oh, apparently, a, a guy going the other way. It wasn't a deer. No, it was. Uh, the guy going the other what way. I, what I took from that story was, why were you eating a bale? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I eat for driving. breakfast in the morning when I'm going to school. I don't Why think don't that's... you eat the? I eat a bagel, yeah. but I I don't eat it in the fucking car. Well, you're not as efficient as me in terms of getting to school early and getting ready for the day in order to teach young people. Can no. I just check? Can I just check? Were you eating a bagel with one hand and playing Pokemon Go with the other? No, I was not. I'm just checking. I have I both hands on the steering wheel, attention. but I also had the bagel in the one of the hands. Uh, you see, you know what? I'd have thought if that had happened. What's that? Venison for tea. Mm, well. Yeah. The people are some. I have a friend of mine whose husband is a hunter, and he was like, "Next time, call me. I'll come get the deer." Because yeah, after the, the cop problem. dealt with it, he was like, "Do you either of you want the deer?" And I was like, "No." And then I thought, you know what? There's hunters at my school. There are probably people who would have loved to take it. But whatever. Anyway, um, Chinny, do you eat breakfast before you leave for work? Then. Yes. You weirdo. Like a normal person. What do you do? One thing at a time. That's not a way to be efficient. <laughs> So let me let me ask. It was amazing. It was amazing. No, so I didn't no, even tell the story. I, I do, the guy going the other no. way hit the deer. It bounced off the other dude's car, hit my car, and like messed up stuff underneath the hood. Like it didn't really mess up the way the car looks. But when I brought it into the auto body shop, the dude's like, "It's gonna need like thirty three hundred dollars worth of repairs, and the car is only worth like three thousand. Wow. So the insurance I company's do, probably gonna total it. To answer yeah, your question, Duke. I don't eat my breakfast during driving to work, but I do take a shower in the car. Well, all right. That is efficient. <laughs> Come out. Did you call the cops or did someone oh, yeah. else call the cops? Then? Well, I don't have a cell phone, so I couldn't, but someone else did. Yeah. The guy living nearby. He was like, it happens Are you all eating the time. a bagel now, dude? Nope. I'm eating some leftover Chinese food right now. Um, nice. But it was funny because I realized that we he seemed kind of standoffish, and I think that might have been because I was wearing my suit. I mean, he's in his sports coat and jeans packing up his truck for the day of work i'm in my suit and i got my hat on my fedora and like i'm wearing a pink shirt with a pink tie and i forgot at the time but i had a little rainbow flag pin on as well which a student gave me long ago and i wear out of solidarity so like he's probably thinking oh here's this super gay guy who just hit a deer like what the hell not that it was i mean he wasn't hostile or anything but i, I felt like there was some distance between us so, Who's this? Know. The policeman? No, the, the guy who helped me call the cops. But he was very friendly. The car it was just stuff. I was just thinking full. You know, my brain was going in hyperactive mode anyway, which it always is in the morning. But when you hit a deer, it tends to do it even more. It does. You must have been wandering, man. That's why you hit the deer. No, I wasn't wandering. What are you talking about? My point my is that was wandering. As soon as you hit the deer, your brain starts racing, or mine does. So yeah. and then I started thinking like, oh my god, what does that guy maybe think of me in my suit and blah blah blah. blah. So was the deer wondering then? Yeah, oh yeah, the deer were wondering, on, he, not wondering much after it smacked into your car. Yeah, poor. Imagine you're a deer. <laughs> you remember that from my cousin Vinny? Yeah, we watched that today. How weird is that? Really? Yeah. Wow, really. that's a great movie. It is a great. Well, Millie has never seen it, so I was like, oh, we should watch my cousin Vinny. That's quite a funny movie. So right, let's see if today. I can get see how the sound of quality is on this one. Oh man, that's terrible sound quality. Let's see about this one. You going hunting? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff to. Eat. 
Martin? A sweet, innocent, harmless, leaf-eating, doe-eyed little deer. Hey, Lisa, I'm not gonna go out there just to wimp out. What about these pants I got on? You think they're okay? Here it comes. Oh! Here it is. Here it is. Imagine you're a deer. You're prancing along, you get thirsty, you spot a little brook, you put your little deer lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! A fucking bullet rips off part of your head. Your brains are laying on the ground in little bloody pieces. Now I ask you, would you give a fuck what kind of pants the son of a bitch who shot you was wearing? Oh, Marissa Tomei, I love uh, you. What a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Millie. She got, got an Oscar for that. Millie's like, really? Yeah, that's right. So anyway, um, I'm I need a new car because my car is safe to drive, but I can tell it won't be for long. So I'm looking to get now a new let car. Me, just let me just let me just check. Did, yes. This car was was it 1999 or something? 98. 98. And I just had the fuel lines done. That's the part that really bugs me. I just spent like a fifteen hundred dollars getting the fuel lines fixed, and then bam, here comes this deer and messes it all up. God. Wow. And it, it's still worth three thousand dollars. Apparently, well, in mint condition, it would be. <laughs> right. That's why the insurance company now. isn't going to bother paying for it, probably. No, they won't. They'll just yeah. deal with what we call in this country an insurance write-off. Exactly. So I'm yeah. looking for a new car, and um, I'm probably going to get an electric car. Oh God! Because Helpful. what? So is this one of these that you actually have to plug in yeah. to charge up? Yeah, but I will oh, never need to buy gas. I will never need an oil change. What happens if you run out of electricity halfway to work? Well, I'm fucked. But it's not like, it's not like the breakdown man can just tip up with, like, I don't know, an electric plug socket. No, but I can get a tow to a charging station, and there's lots of charging stations around. Look, the thing has a range of 100 miles. This, I'm looking at the Nissan Leaf right now. It's got a range of 100 miles. It's 20 miles to my school and 20 miles back. So even if I don't charge it for two days, I still have enough juice to get there and back twice. So I And if you, you, know, you can get a little charging station for your house. There are public charging stations all over the town I live in, and there's one in the town where I teach. So I actually feel pretty good about, you know, the big problem is that if we want to go somewhere further away, you know, okay, we can't, but <laughs> no, we can go anywhere as long as it's only a hundred miles. Well, but that's we the thing to get back. But that's the thing. <laughs> First of all, there's, if, you know, I, I think, you know, there's, we looked at the trip, you know, if we were going to go to Florida, there's charging stations along the way, but of course it would suck to get to one and then it's out of order and you're like, well, now what? Right. But on the other hand, how, we don't travel long? much. We don't drive. I don't like, I, you know, there have been like two places in the past two years that we've driven outside of a 50 mile radius. So for what we need it for, it just makes sense. Environmentally how, speaking. How long does it take to charge up? Um, well, it depends if you there are three kinds of charging stations. I mean, it's There's, not like a mobile phone, is it? For God's sake. Well, no. But on the other hand, you plug it in when you go to sleep. It's charged up in the morning. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm so glad I could but, convince you. No, but I mean, if you were doing a long, what I'm trying to get at, if you were doing a longer trip, like yeah. you're saying they're all, all the way to wherever. Right. But how long would you have to stop for to charge it up when it ran out of juice? It's, look, you're right. It's not a viable option for a long trip. 
Um, but here's the other thing. If I if I buy, I'm probably going to lease a an electric car. It, it sends a message that like, look, there's consumer interest and that aids the building of more charge stations and it hastens the development, which is already happening, of better technology so that I saw some article that was like, you could at some point in the future have like a lane on the highway with charges as you drive on it and there are options well, in the it future. Doesn't mean, well, you mean like a tram. You have like a tramway. I don't know how it works. I'm just telling you what I saw. Anyway, I don't know how it would work. <laughs> anyway, you got like a little slot under your car to plug into the like the tramway. On there's the also a future possibility of a battery where you just trade it out. You get to the service station, you hand them your used battery, they put a new one in, you're done. And then there's that no waiting around fiddly. at all. That sounds fiddly, man. Fiddly, Why does fiddly, that sound fiddly? Because you've got to go messing around and plugging a battery and giving it and then plugging your this new This from the man Why? who cut his goddamn PC open with a hacksaw and bragged about how easy it was. Now it's hard to change a battery. Are you on yeah, drugs? I only had to do that once. How many times oh are you going to have to change God. your battery on a long trip, man? Have you ever changed the batteries in a remote control, for instance? Have you ever changed the batteries in a, a Walkman? How are you comparing a remote control to a car? Because a Dude, battery is a oh, battery, dude, let me, dingus. Let me, let me try. Dude, let me try. Go this ahead, try. I can't believe it. They would probably this. make it easy enough for idiots to do, Stu. It just seems a, it just seems a bit of a, a fiddle. Any anyway, worse I don't, than a bit of a fat. flammable liquid into your fucking car? <laughs> I guess. That yeah, works. really. That You're works. just used to one way of dealing with cars, and in the future, there will be a different way of dealing with cars. It's you weird, it's different. That wants to kill the Earth, Stu. I, I do, right. I do. I, I don't see it, look. I hope everything blows up. Take you. that, the Earth. Look, most cars don't cause a problem. It's these massive factories that produce electricity. Well, cars. both of them cause problems. Yeah. It's the cows, and every man. little bit helps. Also, the other, to be fair. And cows farting, yeah, that's the other Fucking thing. Fucking cows, man. Yeah, so eat less meat. Eat less meat. To cut down on cows. Don't Drive an electric car if you can, which I can and I will. And see, let's produce see, less crap and consume less crap. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a bit of a flaw in your problem here. What's that? No, there isn't. There is, there is. No, because go ahead. Where's, that, where's the electricity coming well, from? Well, that's that a good question. I will tell you that in our community, the places that have the, the, the company has set up its charging stations, those are all powered by wind power from our state and the neighboring state. No, all right, fair so if I, you're, I mean, look, you raise a good point. If I am charging it at home, then yeah, probably some of it's coming from coal and whatnot. But as my, the Duchess pointed out, thank you, Duchess, you rock. At some point in the future, <laughs> we can put solar panels on our roof. And then, as she says, when I drive, I'll be farting out rainbows. You will. What, what, oh, what, 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 what? So anyway, that's my news. I'm excited I'm mad because I had to buy a new car, but on the other hand, there's some interesting possibilities, and I like the idea of not having to buy gas and get oil changes and stuff. Well, let's, let's be honest here. You have had the other one for 18 years. It's you've true. Not like, it's not like you've not done badly out of it, is oh, it? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I'm a total miser, and it's worked great. And uh, it's funny because I looked into it. Like 75% of those who have electric vehicles release rather than buy because the technology changes so quickly. It doesn't make sense. And the old ones become obsolete. So it makes more sense to lease rather than buy. So that's what I'm going to look into. Yeah, you get a bigger battery and stuff, won't you? So it goes further. All right, that's my story time. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's time to talk about video games. I'm going to get... What you been playing? You're going to get what? Can anyone hear me or what? (laughs) Well, that makes a change from Duke not being heard. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think anyone can hear me. We can hear. What do you got to say? What do you say? I don't want to say anymore. Let's talk about it. You're going to buy it out. What you been playing? 
Yeah. So, you're, you're, so were you going to mention your you buying a new car, Ginny? Is that what it was? Yes. There you go. Because we don't. Because I was only mentioning this guy. I said, you know, if you saw Ginny's car, you wouldn't believe he was a co-owner of a company. I said, yes. because what he drives that make? It doesn't car. matter. It depends on the company. It does. But if you're the it, co-owner of Pets.com, you're riding a tricycle because your company's you, shit. You've <laughs> not seen Ginny's car. What's wrong with my car now? What's wrong with this car? It's a, it's a nice car, but but let's be honest, it's not it's not like a, a CEO of a company car, is it? Really? You wait until you find it because I, I was going to get an Audi, right? And Where be you all like, and be all like, oh, I've got an Audi. Oh, look at me, right? But fuck that, I'm done. So you're not getting the Audi then? No, fuck that. Why? What, what put you off? Because a people who drive Audis are cunts. <laughs> B just a minute. Um, well, hasn't your fiance got an Audi? That's why I might have to redact that last statement. I think you need to redact the last statement. Right. But have you seen the way people drive in it? I drove Tara's Audi and I drove like one, right? Because I was because I was driving an Audi. <laughs> okay. It changes people, man. It does it change you, does it? It, it changes, changes your whole personality. According Honestly, to Bloomberg was, News, eight out of ten entrepreneurs who start businesses fail within the first eighteen months. So what kind of cars are they driving? Well, it's probably, I don't know. Anyway, that's besides the point. Anyway, Chini, what are you getting then instead? What, I'm going to get a fucking Skoda. Nothing wrong with Skodas. I'm getting it out of spite because everybody <laughs> says, nothing wrong with Skodas, right? But no one seems to buy one, right? So I'm going to buy one and then fucking put the, the cap on all of this bullshit. And because everybody's like, Everybody found out I was going to get, oh, how do you get it? Oh, you should get this one with this horsepower. And then I was like, nah. And it was like, forget it. Fuck it. Like, everybody's trying to buy my fucking Audi. I'm going to buy a Skoda. And then no one <laughs> wants to fucking buy it. I don't know if buying something out of spite is a good idea. No, it's the only time I ever buy anything is buy it out of spite. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is true. Did you buy your Xbox because, One out of spite? Yes. I, I, I was going to buy an Audi. And then Tara bought her Audi. And I don't want two Audis on the drive. Because oh, then, yeah. like, just... God, just You'll like, be one of those families. Look, God, look at these idiots. You'll be like the people family. in Christmas Vacation who live next door to the Griswolds. They're like exercising we'll in their silver guys, suits. Whoever they are. Yeah, we'll be yeah. like them. I don't know who just they are. Like, you don't know what Christmas Vacation is. National Lampoon. No. You remember that movie, yeah, I know. Christmas Vacation? Yeah, I, I don't watch things. <laughs> Why is everybody picking on me? Just asking. I was only asking. Just watch the new trailer for the Logan movie. Nope. No. No, well, why don't you watch the things that I watch? You both. <laughs> yeah, but that movie doesn't have a reference for this moment. No, it National Lampoon's like Vacation, it. Christmas right. Vacation does. Yeah, it does. How do you know that? We make you know it then. Make Wolverine. the reference. Go ahead. Uh, well, well, in the movie, the new movie logo, Wolverine's dr- driving a, a, an Audi, and he says, oh, "No, he's not. So You're so I'm full of shit." It. I'm gonna drive a Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like such a twat driving this Audi, so I'm going to get a Skoda. The Logan movie basically looks like the Last of Us movie, if you're interested. Oh, that does sound interesting. Mm. Wolverine's old. <sighs> he's trying to save a, a young teenage girl. Yeah, but he's not, not really like Wolverine, is he? He is Wolverine. It is still the character Wolverine. You know yeah, what else is like Wolverine's that? Name. The first X-Men yeah. movie. So it's... Yeah, see, exactly I, never, I never watch. I'm not yeah, but Wolverine's, Wolverine's old now, so the old man Wolverine. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he can't be hurt because Adamantium Skeleton that heals him instantly. That's, That's his true. mutant That's power. Oh, Duke, everybody's just the episode that where everybody interrupts me before I correct them. <laughs> Go right. ahead. 
the old man Logan, old man Wolverine, right? Yeah. yeah. He his healing powers are going. So now he's okay. dying slowly. Well, that's that's interesting. Uh, I see. And he's in great great pain all the time. Well, right. that's interesting. I mean, I guess that is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. So is it, can I just check? Is there some sort of fungal viral outbreak thing going on then? No, but there's like claws coming out of people's fucking hands. Like, I don't know what you want in a movie. No, he was making a reference to The Last of Us. The Last of Us. You said it was The Last of Us, the movie. Yeah, I know. But like, it's not The Last of Us, is it? Oh. It's, <laughs> it's like yeah, The Last of Us. What are you talking about? All right. It just looks like The Last of Us. Because there's an old dude protecting a teenage girl. And he's got something to prove. And he's got a past that he needs to deal with. Yeah, he didn't save his own Imagine imagine The Last of Us, but you had Patrick Stewart in the backseat. That's kind (laughs) of what the Logan movie is. Nice. Don't worry, listeners. We are going to talk about video games soon. Well, we're doing the video game. talking about video games? Yes, there was once a Wolverine video game. That's true. Yeah, very, very loosely. Actually, the Wolverine video game was very good. It was very good. It was very good. I never played Why the was whole it very thing? good, Stu? I don't know. I never played it, but you said it was good. <laughs> it was very good. You should stop doing that. If you don't actually know that it's good, don't say it's good. Ginny <laughs> said it was good. I trust his judgment. Well, just say Ginny said it was good. Because um, it was delayed for a year. Because the movie was delayed for a year. So they had more time to So work. they had loads of polished stuff. They thought the game was going to get released. And then they went, you've got another year. And they went, oh, thank God. And then they moved. They made the, the game... Um, 18, and they made it um, very polished and added levels and all sorts of stuff. I know. I remember it being pretty gruesome. I played. I remember playing the demo. Yeah, it's a great game. I remember. I remember. Anyway, we should talk about video games. So we'll start with. Are we done? Is that the end of the episode? That's the end of the episode. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Here, wait. Where's the chorus? Oh, wait. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Video games. Yeah. Let's do those. Who's starting? So, uh, we'll have you do. I just said, we'll have you. Oh, me? Yay! Yes, you! All right. I've been playing Rocket League. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> Hang on, I need to take a sip of water. Oh, Can I take a sip of this beverage moment. to wash down this tasty burger? Um, yeah, Antonio and I played some Rocket League. Rocket League. Uh, it continues to be awesome, and I guess I don't really have anything to say about it. But I do have I something to complain. Could... What? Ugh. I don't know what else you could say about it at this point in time. Well... I could describe an amusing game that I had, but my games have all been either awesome or terrible, so there's nothing to talk about. But I will say this. I had a new driver for my graphics card this week show up. You know, and the GE, the the NVIDIA thing pops up. New driver available. So I was like, okay, I'll install it. And then it goes, we need to update the program that checks to see if your driver is, is, a new driver is ready. It's called the GE Force Experience. Really, Nvidia, you need to update that program. Why? That program should be tiny. It should be the t- smallest little obstacle between me and a new driver. 
but instead it's going to be the way to make the most of your games and you need to broadcast with this and you need to have a social connection with Google Plus and uh, shut up, get out of here. So, so what happened then? What, that annoyed that me. That... Oh, whatever. I upgraded it, and then it got me my new driver, and it's fine. But it just seems stupid that they try to – again, they're trying to make more out of this program than it is, right? It's like if Notepad was like, sign in through Facebook. It's a Notepad program. We don't need to sign in through Facebook. Just let me write my note. Well, apparently, I've just had a look because I've just checked because I haven't installed a new driver for a while. And he says the new GeForce experience makes it three times faster, uses half the memory, and sharing mode See, made easy. And all you know, all that's bullshit. It's not going to be faster. No software upgrade ever makes anything faster. Just makes things slower. Man. Exactly. That's my experience. That's why, in general, yeah. if I don't need to upgrade, if it's working, I'm not going to mess with it. And then Battlefield 4 started messing up because apparently there's some glitch in one of the updates to Windows 10 that makes borderless windowed mode in Battlefield not start the game. So I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? And they go, edit this file in your INI settings or whatever. And I went looking for it and I couldn't find it. I was like, God damn it. So I kept trying to like restart the computer and start Battlefield 4. And eventually I was able to start the game and then go in and change the settings. Now, I don't know if that's fixed it, but I hope it has. It's always something, you know what I mean? The joy of PC gaming. Well, there's good things about it, and there's bad things about it. Anyway, To be fair, those things only seem to happen occasionally. They do only happen occasionally, and in general, I've been very happy with my purchase. I mean, I haven't played a game on the console in many, many months, so I'm doing all my gaming on the PC now, and I'm very happy with it, so, you know, whatever. (laughs) What was the last game you played on the console? uh, I actually took uh, about four or five chapters of quantum of solace because i don't remember how it came up but someone was mentioning james bond games and i was like "Ooh, that reminds me of quantum of solace and then after school i went home and played some quantum of solace and how how did it like measure up because you know it was a lot um uh, a lot more slowdown than i remember so i don't know if it was there originally and i just didn't care or if i'm of course it was there originally did you not buy that on steam no, they don't have it on Steam. You can get it for Windows PC, but you have to buy a hard copy. Ugh. And I'm like, Ugh. you know what? It just doesn't seem sensible to do that. <laughs> yeah, it was on Steam, game. and then it Ugh. got taken off. And I was like, what's up with that? I mean, Probably because on. no one was buying it. Never, yeah, like all the other games on Steam that nobody buys, they still go on there. And they're on those weekly sales where you get 700 games real cheap, and nobody ever buys any of them. Why not put Quantum of Solace on sale real cheap? Well, anyway, because it's not worth, they'd have to pay you to play it. Whatever. You know I'd buy that. Don't front. Anyway, <laughs> I played some more Witcher 3. I don't know why. I was just like, I'm trying to get done with this game. So I played well, some more. Because it's a great it. game. That's a good reason. Here's the thing. The part, I'm actually feeling like I'm getting to the end. And as a result, the story is starting to be more interesting to me. So I'm doing the part where... Uh, I did the part where you climb the mountain and you have to fight the dude on top of it. One of the, All the right, yeah. tenants. Ooh, you're not very far off. I'm the not ending. very far off. Yeah. What? What? I say, I say, not very far off the end, but not very far off the end in which is about 30 hours. But you're right. not very exactly. far off the end. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so whatever. But I mean, I, it, you know, it feels monumental. It feels like I'm getting somewhere finally, right? I'm not just putting on plays and searching for someone who knows who someone who knows where someone who knows where someone is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been good. Now, the other thing that's been really good that I've been doing is, and Shinny, there's a video link for this if you haven't already added it. 
there's a quest you do with Alarnachrach, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, and you, you basically jump between worlds a lot. You do? Oh, there was one of those that I hate. Right, I think that's the one I hate too, because in general it's a cool concept. And he's talking about like there are so many different kinds of life and there's different worlds. Now, to be fair, you go through like five different worlds, and the only one that's really that different is the one that's totally underwater. But whatever. Yeah. Then there's one that has a mist on it. And I assume that's oh, the that. one you hated. I hated that, and I didn't particularly like the snow one either. I like the, the snow one, the... one actually, because I felt like I knew what I had to do. With the mist yeah. one, it's just there's there's this fog everywhere, and I must yeah. have died 20 times. And you can see where you need to get to. Now, here's the thing. I know you don't want to hear this, but it's true. In Skyrim, if it's, Ugh, oh, I have God. to get over there, it's like, rum, ba -dum, ba -dum, and you're there. But in this game, there's only certain cliffs you can climb, and the fog, <laughs> so stupid. That's true. It is true. I didn't like that level, and it was confusing how to get to where you needed to get exactly. to. Exactly. So I'm glad we agree. Yeah. Yay, agreement. I don't, know whether, I don't know whether I actually, if I remember rightly, I did something weird and kind of ended up jumping down somewhere. And yeah, went a and weird it's too way. far to jump, and then it's like dead. Yeah. Like, so I don't know whether I actually um, went the way I was intended or whether I just sort of glitched managed way up to a get where I, yeah, glitched yeah. the game and got to where I needed to get to well, by mistake. as someone who loves Skyrim, I can't have a problem with glitching up the side of mountains because that's like half of your first run of Skyrim. <laughs> so That's half the fun. What are yeah. you talking about? But the thing with the snow world, I actually thought it was pretty cool because I, I could tell that I was in trouble and I had to get to the next... You know, you go from house to house, of course. You do. And, you have to shield yourself. Right. And it's like... I died a couple times on that, but I didn't mind because I was as soon as I started dying, I'm like, oh, wait, there's the house I need to get to. So the next time I felt like, okay, I could make a little progress each time. And I suppose that's what I sort of did with the Mist World, but it just bugged me so much. And I was like, nah. So whatever. Yeah, it was it was, it was was a bit of a frustrating level up. Yes, it was. But it was. I finished it, and I thought it was a pretty cool thing that you did when you got done with that. And now I have to deal with Triss and Yennefer – they have some unfinished business before we go on to the next big fight. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. It is pretty epic, I've got to say. When you As you get towards the end, it does get, Well, you know. you know, yeah, like last time I did the Battle of Kaer Morhen, which was pretty epic. And it reminded me of, you know, your kind of standard Bioware end-of-game battle where it's like different stages of it and you've got to help out this person. And, of course, The Witcher 3 goes even further because it switches points of view. And at one point you're, you know, you're Ciri and at one point you're Geralt and that whole thing. Yeah, no, it's very cool. But the other thing toward the end that I really liked is, and I, I know there have been other things like this, but I don't think I've ever really picked up on them as much. Um, you go to see Horson Jones. I'm trying to remember who that was. Who's He's that? the dude who killed all those women and like tortured oh, prostitutes and yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. you had the choice to kill him or leave him alive, right? Yeah, you do. Well, I killed him. Yeah, and then Siri too. says, we got to go see him. And I'm like, no, he's dead. And she goes, well, you must have slipped because he's very much alive. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So we go to see him. And, of course, I don't want to give spoilers. I don't know. Should I give spoilers? Warning. 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 All right. Spoilers for Witcher 3. It's been out like two years now. Who cares? Um, it's the shapeshifter dude. That's right, the yes, you're right. And of course, he has yeah, the dumbest yeah, yeah. name in the whole game. His name is Doodoo. <laughs> Doodoo. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, so I wonder. I do wonder what happens if you leave him alive. 
Yeah, I expect you have to kill him at that point or something. I don't know. But that's because that's why Siri's doing it. She's like, I need to get revenge, basically. And you almost kill him when you go back and you find out it's the shapeshifter. Because he's like, wait, it's me. You don't recognize me? And you're like, prove that it's you. So anyway. But I don't nice. know. Like, I'm actually enjoying it. So that moment when, when we came back to see him again, I was like, how is he still alive? And I, I was genuinely curious. Like, it did a good job of hooking me and make me want to figure out what was going on. So yeah, no, I'm glad you're finally getting into it after all this time. Well, I think <laughs> it's a long time to wait to get into a game, but whatever. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, I am uh, looking forward to being done with it because then I can play Dragon Age and Quiggy Wig. Oh, Quiggy Wig. Hey, there's uh, monsters in the snow world. I didn't have any monsters in the snow world. No, I don't remember seeing anything. That's surprising. interesting. Well, there you go. Thanks for the video feed, Shinny. You've taught me something new about this game I'm playing. Yeah, and you're on the right level. Yes. Woo! That's because I gave him the Who video clip. Knew. Anyway, uh, the other game that I've been playing, and I have a lot to say about this because uh, it's a new game. I actually played a new game. Oh my god. Holy moly moly. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a game from E3. Now, Chinny probably knows because he's looking at the feed right now. Stu, what game do you think I've played that we saw <laughs> at E3? Stu, don't look at the feed because I accidentally put it up ahead at the time. Well, I've, already, the I've already seen this. Oh, ah, so great. Ah, jeez. <laughs> Well, listeners, you can take a guess. Here's a hint. It's I've called Recore. It. And, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I went looking because I went to see how much Gears of War was. And I don't know. I thought maybe there'd be some free trial of so Gears of War or whatever. Good but it's not. I might get it. Gears but I want it to be on, cha- on sale. I'm a cheapskate. But Gears when I, good. Gears when I, is good. Good, good, good. Yeah, but you also think Mafia 3 is good. Ooh, shots fired. No, no I'm just kidding. Actually, I don't. Yeah, you do. Don't lie. I've kind of gone off it. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll explain. Yeah, you will. Okay, well, there's a teaser for later in the show. Um, <laughs> so when I got to the Xbox store, uh, it said free trial for ReCore. And I was like, oh, I remember seeing that in E3. Let's give it a shot. Why not? It's free. Price is right. So... The game is $40, and I'll tell you, after playing this, my review noise is... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, wow. I kind of wanted to be a little cheaper, because I'm a cheapskate, but yeah. it's well done. Like, I really had fun with the demo. Um, there are some long load times, and that may be because I downloaded it to my regular hard drive rather than my solid-state drive, but whatever. I've heard that the load times are long yeah, anyway. they so are. That might not be a hard drive thing. Right. Um, it takes place in this post-apocalyptic tech dystopia where there's like – it kind of reminds me in some ways of Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever it's called. Yeah. Because yeah. you have animals that are robotics, robotic animals, right? Your your companion is this robot dog who's more robot than dog, um, and you're fighting a lot of robotic creatures that look like squids or crabs or whatever. Um, every All the doors open with like – they, they're missing their robotic cores, so they glow green, and you have to go find them and sort of lure them back to the door in order for the door to open. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird that you're fighting robots with a robot dog and helper robots, because you're a human, but you're covered in tech, and you have this gun, which is pretty good. It locks on automatically, which is really nice. It's a third-person action game. There's a lot of platforming, but here's the thing about the platforming. It works well, not only because you can double jump, but because you have this forward dash motion that you can do, which at certain times kind of felt vanquishy. 
So you know, oh, Chinny, yeah. yeah, you know, Chinny, when we play Vanquish, that that you could slide along and stuff. It's oh, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not on your knees, but you can dash forward and like it's a it's a nice handy tactic to have, especially when you're fighting. You can dodge out of the way quickly and like you know you go across little platform areas and just shoot yourself across. Once you get the hang of it, it's pretty nifty. So I really so like is this, the. Is this fully open world then? No, not really. I mean, the part that I played in the demo isn't. Um, I mean. It's open, but my guess is that you can't really go to, you know, like in the st- stuff I'm looking at on the screen right now, there's a thing, you know, you have a point that you need to get to. Um, and you could probably go to the right or the left a little bit, but from what I can tell, it's mostly linear. But it's not, like, tightly conscribed linear. You know no, what the, I mean? The, the very, when you say linear, it's like, when you're going down the corridor, it's a very wide corridor. It yeah, like. yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, you, so you didn't plump for the full title. You I just did not played plump the for the full title. But I got to tell you, it's the closest I've come in a while because I really liked it. And when I got done with the demo, I was like, it's it's a timed thing, not you finish a mission and then that's it. So you can play as far as you can get in 30 minutes. That's your you know that's your demo. And I was trying to figure out how to get into one building, and I was I, I was pretty close, I think. I was up on the roof, and I was like, oh, wait, it's obviously not an entrance on the roof. And so I was like, oh, I think I probably have to go down here. And then it was like, oh, demo up. So no way. The, I know, it's exciting. So the fact that I was interested <laughs> enough and I was like ready to do the next part of it meant that I think that's a good sign because it shows that it kind of hooked yeah. me a little bit. So when, like, I, when I'm watching this, instead of having like a marker, it seems to be your, your sort of robot-y dog thing that leads you the way. It does, but there's go. also a marker. That green thing at the top of the screen Yeah, yeah, the I can see that. But the dog's showing you which direction you need to go in. Right. So the marker generally leads you – I mean, yeah, that's the thing is that – and The Witcher 3 has a problem with this too, right? Because actually The Witcher 3 does a pretty good job with it. But sometimes it's not easy to tell – where in the building you need to go or whatever. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with this game, the dog will definitely like be your pathfinder, along with the marker, which you know you you know where to go because of the marker, but you don't know exactly how to get there. The dog will kind of show you how to get there. But at certain points, you get separated from the dog. So during the demo, I got separated from him, and I was like, okay, how do I find him again? And I had to kind of explore a little bit, and I was like, what is this exploring? Pfft, no, thank you. But. <laughs> Says Juku plays Skyrim. I know, four. right? Well, like glitching up the mountain. That's how you play it the first time. Um, the combat's really good. Like you lock onto your targets. So there's, you know, it, it, uh, look, people who like Dark Souls probably won't be into the combat in this game because it's not difficult. It's not grueling and, you know, punishing. But that's okay. I like that. It, it was fun. And the other thing about it that's really fun, and I think this is the last thing I have to say, the story is banal and pedestrian. Like the story is just idiotic you get some hollow tape and it's like your dad and it's like what happened like i gotta find out what happened to my dad like who cares um but fallout 3 anyone (laughs) fallout 4 anyone um (laughs) except there's a twist uh (laughs) so but but the thing that the extra little thing in this game is that you have a grappling device but you don't use it to get up cliffs. Instead, there are certain enemies that have these robotic cores in them, and after you weaken them a little bit, get through their shields or whatever, you can launch the grappling device into the enemy, and then like you pull the core out. 
But there's a little mini game when you do where you kind of play tug of war. And when the rope gets red, you have to ease up and not pull. Because if you try to pull while it's red, it'll like break the connection and you can't get the core again. Ooh, it's like fishing. It is kind of like fishing. And it it was surprising. <laughs> like when I first did it, I'm like, ah, it's kind of stupid. But then the more I did it, the more I was like, this is kind of cool. And like you feel kind of power. You know, Chinny, when you score a game, I guess, Stu, you've done this too. When you score in Rocket League, it's not just the fact that you've scored, no, but the fact that there's the explosion and the controller one. rattles and you're like, it's an epic moment, right? There's a little bit of that when you get a core out of an enemy in this game. Oh, okay. Sick. So, yeah, so like I said, feedback. yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, there's a lot of upgrading and there's some crafting and stuff, but I don't feel like it's a really urgent part of the game. Um, you know, it's there if you want it. Um, I can totally see myself having a good time playing this. And, you know, we saw it at E3. A lot of us sort of said, eh, you know, whatever, it's robots and stuff. And, you know, I don't think it's like a game of the year or anything, but in the same way that Vanquish was a really fun experience, I kind of feel like this could be that same kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it. It it looks very sort of just cozy in the way that she runs around and stuff and shoots at stuff. Yeah, you know, I, very very sort of standard third person action game. There's really nothing. Kind of thing. Yeah, there, I don't think there's anything new or revolutionary in the way that you do the platforming or the combat. But on the other hand, I think it seems to do it all really well. Or like Red Faction, it reminds me a little bit of. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. You can order your your dog, the thing on the screen I'm looking at now, which is later on or before, I guess. Um, But you can order your dog to attack the robots. And he has this attack where he kind of like runs into them and blows up a little bit. I don't know exactly how it's supposed to work, but whatever. Um, Is it like an EMP? I don't know what it actually is. But, you know, in effect, what you're doing is you're basically – you know, the dog's not just fighting on his own. You can order him to attack – in a quick burst of action, whereas you know, in like gives Mass you, Effect, gives you like like five seconds to like, re- like it has to cool down. Like, yeah, exactly. Get your bearings. Right, that. right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're fighting an enemy, you need to like yeah, take a second. And there's no reloading. It's based. I think the gun just overheats or whatever. That's what the thing at the bottom is or something. Um, because it's funny because when I usually when I was shooting, I'd hit R to reload my weapon, but R actually recalls your dog to you. So every five seconds in the fight, I'd be like, come here, boy, come here, boy. And he's like, I'm trying to fight this monster. I'm like, come here, boy. Because um, I've, I've just realized what it reminds me of, actually. What's that? Which game? Uh, Lost Planet. It looks like Lost Planet. Yeah, I could see that. It's got a little Lost Planet-ness in it, because Lost Planet had the grappling hook, too. So, John Mouse, mm-hmm. you hear me talking to you? This might be your cup of tea. I don't think Fraser likes it. He said they're talking about Rebore. Oh, shots fired, I guess. I, I thought it was yeah. fun. If you don't like it, you don't have to play it. You only it. played a demo, though. Jerk. And sometimes demos can be deceiving. Yes, they can. Yeah, you got to be careful. So that's what I've been playing. Tell you. Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, Chinny, what about yo. you? Yo. I don't yo. Know. yo. 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 Chin. Well, I'm supposed to keep. Mafia 3. I don't know. Yeah. Did you finish that yet? Uh, no, I haven't played my, any Mafia 3. Whoa, oh my goodness! Well, hold up a minute. What do you mean? Because uh, I was getting bored. Holy shit! Uh-oh. See, they fucking look. Why the fuck? Excuse the French. Did he listen to people? Why did he go? Oh yeah, we've got to put side missions in us because that's what the people want. No, no, we didn't. Well, want that's that. what I some people want. want and other people say no. It's hard no, to guess. Pe- people, people are mostly wrong and they idiots. Are. Uh, Universally, everybody said, but the side missions are boring. So Mafia 3 is bad, and the reason why is because everybody moaned about Mafia 2. So I hope you're happy. You fucked yeah. it up. 
because Mafia Three, when when the, there are good missions throughout, uh, but like they're more like the you know the, the big missions like I was talking before where one of the lieutenants you think you're going to kill him but it's more complex you knew you knew your dad and all this stuff so those missions the actual like story beats in the game are really really good but then you just have to do all this bullshit in between so, which is really really boring sorry if the open world stuff were not compulsory would it be a bad game in that sense well it, no because what, when they tell a story when they introduce characters when they're doing cutscenes right. and, and you know the, you can see that it's there you can right. see what what made mafia 2 so great is there but they just st- step back and went oh let's let's see how we can make this more feel like a more like an open world game so let me ask you a question reason. sorry because i know you like the stories in gta right gta 4 is has a very good story and in your view i i couldn't get into it but whatever um but that's also an open world game so what does gta do differently to make the story work in the open world that mafia 3 does not so what happens in gta as we all know but i'll explain the format anyway is that you 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 come across a character that gives you some missions and then they'll introduce you to another character and then they'll introduce and you work your way up until you're you're basically just like running running everything right yeah and but the, each mission is its own cutscene, uh, its own story, introducing characters. They're well done. Right. They're interesting. And each mission is a bit different. You know, in GTA Five, for example, you you know you, you're chasing a like a like a boat on the back of a truck, and yeah. you know you, you, riding like, jet skis. You, or you, you drive planting. around the open world and you see certain areas, and you go, well, that's obviously a mission because that's really well made and then you you know you, you're going down alleyways and all yeah rod and jet well they, can, they kind of incorporate the world into the missions don't they rather yes. than that yeah. that makes more sense the, the the sort of the world they build the missions revolve around the stuff that we're gonna there, end up going to that observatory up there rather than just looking at it all game yeah just yeah they, they look at what 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 they want to make you know so a sort of an la ripoff and then they work around that, like you say. So they they go, well, we've got a mountain, so let's get a mission where we go up to the top of the mountain. Yeah, base you know, we pop it or something. We've we've got we've got planes in the game, so let's make a mission where we use those planes. We've got some marine in the game, you know. So they they incorporate all that. What what Mafia does is it gives you a lot of story at the start, which is really good, and then it, it's it it basically says you have to become um you have to run things now because the people that used to run things are no longer there. And the way you run things are you find information, you take over buildings, you extort them, and you replace them with your own crew. And you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You're not, you don't do anything else other than go to a person, find out like where the other person is, kill the other person, steal all their money, and then ring one of your guys and have them take it over. And then, sorry, you so do you get the sense that after a certain point, you will then get back to story once you take over no. a certain amount of map? Or yeah, I, I've got a. I, there's probably uh, the, this because there's all those capos and lieutenants that you've yeah. got to work your way to. Right. They're like a GTA mission. So imagine GTA, mm. but it only has eight missions right and then just a load of boring side quests to do that's pretty much what matthew 3 is Uh, that is disappointing because i was going to say like you know um shadow of mordor kind of worked that way you know like you got to work your way up to get these guys and this and that but i didn't mind that so maybe i wouldn't mind this so much 
uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd find it. T- it's, it's interesting because it, it does certain things so well. Yeah. Um, you know, like the racial tension and stuff like that, which hasn't right. been done in a video game before. Yeah. Uh, well, not to this extent, anyway. Right. Where they've just not held back, and you know, it is just full on. Um, so it, it, it's a shame, really, that that they didn't do it justice. But I'm I'm not I'm not out of love with the game. I've yeah. just put it down because um, I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider before I bought Mafia Three. Yeah. And my copy of the Tomb Raider, it was a disc copy that I was renting. Um, just kept on crashing for some reason. Just kept on crashing every time I put it in. And I hadn't done anything to it. I hadn't scratched it. So then I moved on to Mafia 3, but Boomerang, the rental service, sent me back a replacement copy of Tomb Raider nice. along with along with um, Deus Ex, Deus Ex um, Mankind Divided. So they sent me my next game in the queue and also a replacement for the game that I'm currently, currently renting. So I sort of felt like because I was halfway through Tomb Raider and Mafia 3 is just an open world game that I couldn't just go back to Tomb Raider because I was really enjoying Tomb Raider. Um so yeah, I've been playing Tomb Raider. Maybe finish that. <laughs> so, no, I haven't finished it. But do sorry, Stu, you didn't do any of the side stuff, did you? In Tomb Raider, not much. I probably did some of it. I can't really remember. It's really good. Like I, I actually last week I was, uh, I was of the opinion that it was a bit. Is what you mean, huge. like the tomb stuff? No, the, the, there's actually side quests that people give you. Oh no, I did some of those. I did some, there was I did, lots of them. Yeah, I didn't do a load of them, but I did do some of those. So there's 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 a ton of them. Give us an um, example of one that's good. So um, I wouldn't look again. I wouldn't say they're anything like amazingly different to what what you do in these types of games. But you know, you go up to a person and you know they say, "Oh, um, I've, I I want to, you know, I've got nowhere to like live for a bit. I need to like make a camp, but I've got nowhere to go." There's a cave over there. Can you go over there and clear it out? Yeah, you clear the yeah. wolves. That out sounds like a the Skyrim quest. Yeah, it's it's not it's not terribly like you know crazy or anything. But but then the same person will give you another quest after you've done that and go, hey, you know, thanks for doing that. Um, BTW, can you like get this shit for me? Thanks. Um, and then you do that. Why do you need so, shit? And, Here's your pile of shit you wanted. Yeah, yeah here you go. Yeah. There's that feces you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you this know, is a disgusting it's, game. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, it just, it just, when I first started playing it, I just felt like, you know, does it, does we do any side quests? Because there's a ton of stuff on the map. It, it is one of those games where you look at the map and go, holy fuck, there's so much stuff. But most of it is you're just like picking shit up. Right, and I tend not to like 100% games, but I did 100% the the last Tomb Raider, mainly because I find it quite fun to do. You know, they make it easy to find. You know, you have to pick, you have to find something, and then it unlocks all the secrets on the map. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's not like that climbing a tower, too, and then it opens difficult. up the different parts of the map. No, not even that. Like you, find, I think you find like a map or a backpack in like a random place, and it'll just pop up all these things, and they're not hard to find. Um, and it, it just what Tomb Raider does is it, the UI is very good. So like all the, it's it's very good at communicating. Like you've not done this bit yet. You've done forty eight percent of the stuff in this area, and these are the things that you haven't done. And this is how you do them. And go, you know. And it's just really easy to like hundred percent it. And it's enjoyable and rewarding because when you actually do it, you get XP. You um, there's there's a different game mechanic in this game where 
you um you, you have to get coins because you can buy things from a kind of store it's like a shack uh, where they have resources and stuff um and you, you can actually like get these coins so doing all these collectibles actually you, you unlock abilities you get coins so you can buy gear um you know it, it rewards you so i'm i've not finished the game yet i'm probably about two-thirds of the way in i did think it was finishing and i was like man if this game's finishing this game is short because it sort of builds up to getting something um but i got it and then it just carried on you know, oh yeah no it's quite a long game yeah because i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but it's like there's a thing that you get but it's not really the thing that you need to get there's something else in a big mountain so um that's where i am uh you know and and, and I, I thought yeah I'll, I'll go back look i did this with the first team right i'll go back to the areas that that I've done and just collect all the, as many collectibles as I can so I can upgrade my character so I can, you know, when I'm playing the story, I'm a little bit more powerful and it, it just makes it rewarding to collect stuff. And I don't think many games do that very well. And also the game's, you know, really good fun. I, I find Lara Croft a very boring character. She's not very interesting at all. And like I said last week, you know, when she picks up a fucking vase and says, oh, it was cracked in fucking 1716 by an, a dwarf <laughs> riding an elephant. I'm like, I don't really care what you're talking about. Um, but like, you know, they do this thing where they think you want to know some background information to the artifacts you're collecting. No, they like, yeah, the only thing I, I ever, the only thing she's ever picked up that I thought was quite interesting where, there's like a, the the Mongolians had these arrows that had whistles on them, and they used to, they used to fire them over the enemies to confuse them because they didn't know what they were. And they made um, them walk on the golden path. The golden path. Yeah. I, they actually do say golden path in this game because <laughs> nice. I remember saying it out loud <laughs> on my own. Awesome. <laughs> like I just said, golden path. Um, but there you go. Yeah. So I, I'm really enjoying Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, it's more of the same. There's a little bit, a few extras in there. Um, there's throwable, craftable throwable items, which I thought was a bit more feature creep stuff. I'm using them on the screen now, but they sort of act like cluster bombs or Molotov cocktails, smoke smoke grenades, stuff like that. Um, it, it works really well, you know. I, 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 I probably not going to be game of the year. Probably not going to be. Um, I, you know, I think I liked the first Tomb Raider a little bit more because it was, you know, just new uh, and different to the other Tomb Raiders. Uh, but no, it's a strong game. I really like Rise of the Tomb Raider. No, it's good. I enjoyed it's it. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So I've also been playing uh, Gears of War. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of this. Gears of Four. I've been Gears playing. of Four. Gears of Four. So Gears of I've, obviously I've played the multiplayer. I haven't played the Horde mode yet, but I've been playing the single player. With uh, Marsh, right? With Marsh, yeah. And I, I have to be careful here because I don't want to spoil... The, um, the the introduction, so I've I've just skipped ahead for anyone who doesn't want to spoil it. But um, ooh, there we go. So yeah, Gears of Four. Been playing it co-op, and uh, I have to say that the intro to this game is brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. Um, it does a great job of um, just recapping everything. Of cool. like what's gone on, seeing things that you, seeing things that you haven't seen before, but are familiar to you at the same time. Mm. Um, so if you're a big Gears of War fan, like I am, even even yourself, Stu, yeah, you know, you would look at the the start of this game, the first like ten minutes of this game, or it might be an hour or something. Um, you go, oh, that's cool. 
you know, like no, Arnhem. No, well, I, I have played the first hour of this game. Oh, okay. Single right. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it's the intro with Feng Chui. It's a good intro. I thought it was a great intro. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, um, it's a very cool way of just getting back into the story. Um, and I'm really getting into the... And I, I know, I was going to say the word plot and Gears of War at the same sent on the same sort well, of Well, Tom Bissell did write one game, so yes. Yeah, the worst one as well. <laughs> so the <laughs> but the, the the story in this game again, it's it's all ridiculous. I know it's all ridiculous, but it's sort of I feel like the game sort of knows it is as well, you know, the way it introduces certain characters, um the way it introduces like Marcus and stuff. Uh, just seeing an old man Marcus is very interesting. Uh, and how and and they they use it quite a lot and the the chemistry between Marcus and and his son JD is very good. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't get as far as Marcus, so I never met him in the game. No, but it's it, it's really great how they introduce him. Um, some of the levels that you get straight after him as well, uh, just fantastic, just really really. So can I can I ask you, are you playing on hardcore? I was playing on hardcore. Uh, then I realised on thirty one with no time. I know, uh, yeah. We were we were playing on hardcore and and Sean just constantly complained and moaned about it. Yeah, Mar- Marsh. I mean, I can tolerate it, but Marsh was really losing his patience. Um, oh, I know you've got, but he kept running in. I'm like, you can't run in. You've got to hang back, take your time. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's I mean, I suppose if you're if you're younger than me and you you know, because I used to, I finished them, I finished all of the Gears Wars on Insane apart from in uh, Judgment. Um, and it's just a time thing, really. You know, it's just it's just more of a time. You're thing. gonna die a lot. <laughs> You're gonna die a lot, and and you know, you, you maybe I do sound old, but you just don't feel as quick as you used to be. Um, but you know, we just knocked it down to normal. You know, we're not too proud to do it. Uh, and I think ever since normal's a nice, just a nice um, level. level. Is it a nice yeah. level? It's a nice level because we just want to go through it and just experience. You know. Gears of Four, um, nothing crazy, but no, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Gears of Four, I'm so much so that like you know it's going to be up there for one of the best games I've played this year. Yeah, it's good. Like like I say, with the the obviously we played the fifty levels of Horde mode, yeah, and then we played uh, probably about an hour of the single player campaign just to give it a it's go. Solid. Like it's not a game that I was except I was excited about at all. Um, but you know when you when you realise because I'm a little bit further on you in the single camp player campaign and then you realize sort of what they're doing with the story and going right this is this is the story for gears of war 4 okay this this yeah fuck it well, let's do this um you know because it goes in a, a cool direction um you know when because the, the enemies the swarm this time but you've probably only been fighting robots Stu. uh yes you fight robots for a long time and uh, so much so they probably get just a little bit too boring and you're just dying to fight something else. And when the when the swarm come, you're just glad that you're not fucking shooting robots yeah, anymore. Just, all right, you don't want to shoot robots again. You're going, oh, I wanted that, but oh, man, I wish it were robots. Yeah, like, because when the swarm come, it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, because, you know, they, they're, they're not nice. Um, but, yeah, just a bit of variety on, on, on yeah, enemies. I mean, them roly robots are annoying. Yeah, the, the little balls are, are, are really annoying. But no, the, the the new enemies are pretty cool. You know, they're, they're, they're basically locusts. But um, yeah, they're pretty good. I like them. Uh, yeah, so Gears of 4, probably going to be in my top five, I think. Hopefully. 
Yeah. Oh, best, no, I can't see any reason why it won't be. It's solid. Like it's an all-round yes. great package. Oh, so, great package! It's yeah, great good package. value for money. Duke could pick this up for his PC. Oh yeah. yeah. I, 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 Duke. I honestly, I know you like you've you've played a bit of Gears of War. You you enjoy them. Yeah. Um. I don't. Yeah, I, I think the first one's the only if, one I've ever played the whole campaign of. If you, if you, yeah, I know you like you don't part with your money easy. Yeah. But I would, from what I know of Recall, I don't know much about it. But I know that later on, it, you know, it, I think it wears a bit thin. But I think if you got this, you know, you would probably get a lot more for your money yeah. than Recall. I can see that. So there's 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 nothing wrong with Gears of War Four. It's just it, yeah, it's like just an all-round great game, and they've done a great job with the campaign. You know, it's always a bit you know wobbly when a different uh, developer is going to jump on a, a campaign and take a new trilogy and all this bollocks. Um, it's tough. It's really tough to come back from a three, a trilogy of three. You know, Mass Effect has to do it. And it's like, oh, you know, every, a lot of spotlights on the story and where they're taking it. Um, but I think they've done a great job with this. I really like it. Really like new characters, new enemies. Yeah, everything about it is good. Yeah, no, it's like I say, what I played of it was pretty good. It it's good sick. Fun. So Gears of 4 Review gets noise. a thumbs up from me. Review yeah. noise. Gears of 4. Review noise is uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it sounds like Jaws. Uh-huh. There's like, uh-huh. it's like just uh-huh. the comfortable uh-huh. shoes. Gears of War is like just comfortable shoes, you know. You just like back into it. Lovely. There you go. Uh, funnily enough, I've been playing some comfortable shoes this week. Ooh, what, you've been playing Journey or some shit? No, no, I've, I've been steadily working my way through The Last of Us Remastered um, on and off. So I haven't like played loads of it, but every now and again I just put you it on. You watch Logan? Uh, no, I haven't. Hey, that reminds me. Guess what's going to be on my PC starting this time next week? Speaking of remasters. Yeah, I don't know. What is that? Oh, it's going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Have you, is it a game you've played before? Dude, can you give us a clue? I've played yeah, it once clue, or man. twice before. Have you played like, it before? Only a little tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, does it have dragons in it? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think birthday so. cakes in it. Yeah, birthday cake. yeah, it's all about birthday cakes. It's called Cake Rim, and it's like Cake Rim. Yeah, it's this land, fantasy land, where you fight cakes. You're about you to be to... killed at the start of the game, and then a cake comes and stops the execution. The rim of the cake. Yeah. Oh, sorry, before before we go on, I, I saw somebody in the chat mention this. I think it was, oh, it was Royce, but he was talking about um, Battlefield One. Duke, I've not heard you say anything about Battlefield One. I played the demo interested? and I thought it was okay, but. I don't know. Something about World War One weapons just bug me. I don't want to have That's to fight what it with was. World War One. Yeah, weapons. yeah, yeah. It was the weapons. But on the other hand, I just watched someone upload a GIF to Reddit about shooting down a plane with something that looked like it was fairly powerful, and I was like, "Well, shit." And the flip side to having crappier weapons in World War One is that you know machines were easier to destroy, right? Yes. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the flip side. You know, planes are easier to take down. So I don't know. I, I saw, might. I saw um, a video of it, and he, I don't know whether it was an Easter egg or something, but it had a, like a tiny little gun. No, that that's a gun that you get in the game. Yeah, tiny little gun. And he was like shooting this guy, and he said it's like completely ineffective, but the most fun. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It was like it was like so tiny, like he could only like it was literally looked like a toy gun. Was it like in Harlem Nights? Yes. <laughs> Would you yeah. stop shooting that little piece of shit? Um, 
Yeah, so yeah, ne- next week you're going to be playing the Skyrim remastered. Oh, remastered. Oh, God. Yeah. It doesn't, it, come on, I, it's not going to look that different. It doesn't. It, it's funny because all the trailers have come out. They've been leaking footage. And I look at it and I'm like, that looks exactly like mine does now. Yeah, because <laughs> the problem is on the on the PC, you, you've already had... We've well, had we right. better graphics exactly. and high def. We've stuff, got EMBs. So we've got the high def texture yeah, packs. It's, it's like, not going to look any different. I don't know why you're bothered. Different. But really maybe know. the draw distance will be better. Maybe there'll be less pop in. I doubt it. And they'll you have like one stuff. extra quest to like, I'm you know, walk across a bridge. And I'll be like, ooh, bridge walk. That's a great quest. Anyway, uh, <laughs> The Last of Us. There's a new game. Yeah. Um. There's a new game. Uh, it it still holds up pretty well, but there is I have noticed more so now the second time playing through how many copied characters there are. You know, like the enemies. The, the, like I was in a room today and two identical character enemies came in, like you know, like twins, proper twins. And I'm just like, yeah, do you know. It's a real limitation, that. I mean, I don't know why they don't just have a randomized set of assets and it just randomizes them all, so it's very... That, there must be a reason why they don't do that. I don't know. You know, that it's also, so it's, it's not very often you get some... Especially in the same fight, you know, where you've got two twins in the same fight coming at you. Um, but it is still a really good game, you know. I'm still impressed on, on you know, how it works and uh, what it's like. It's, it's still a lot of tension and a lot of fun to play. Um, so yeah, I'm still enjoying that. There's not a lot to say about it, really. You know, I've only played maybe another hour or so uh, this weekend. Uh, but I'm still, I'm still on the VR. I'm still playing VR stuff. Ooh. Um, and so yeah, I played, I've played and finished Bound now in VR. This is the ballet um, game. It is a ballet game. And um, did the experience I'm, of VR really change that game much? Yes. You know, is it weirdly? I was just about to talk about that because <laughs> that is weird. I thought I'll play a little bit just as a standard game, you know, just on the telly, and right. just see that see how different it feels. And it, to be honest, this game massively benefits from having VR because it's not a very good platformer. You know what I mean? There's not really much of a challenge. Um, so it benefits being better in VR because it's shit. Yeah, because the game itself is not very good from an actual Brilliant. game perspective. Brilliant. Because you don't you don't do a lot. You jump around stuff and you climb ladders, and that's Ooh, that. And you do, and you dance through the enemy stuff, which isn't really anything to do. You just hold in the right trigger and just press the different buttons, and it, she does different dance moves, and then a ribbon glows, and sort of enemies can't touch you then. But there isn't really much in the way of enemies. It's kind of like a jumping simulator you know it's kind of like a walking simulator with jumping in it yeah because well, there is no more than most no jumping, uh, walking simulators have there's no jumping yeah, yeah. in the vanishing of ethan carter no that's true and there's no like you know dancing and yeah. stuff you can do all these crazy dance moves um but yeah it's it's it definitely benefits from being in vr and there's um there's kind of like a hub a world hub area if you will where where you're on a beach where you're sort yeah. of on the beach in the real world. Right. Uh, but not in the real world, if you know what I mean, but real world within the well, game. Well, I would imagine you're actually on a beach, right? Yeah. And that's kind of one of my favorite bits of the game, weirdly. Yeah. Hey. Because because what was what was really disconcerting is, obviously I was sat at, sat at the, you know, on my sofa playing this, uh, but you're on the beach. 
So I thought, I wonder what happens if I just sort of stand up and walk around a bit, you know, being very careful not to bump into anything in my living room. Yeah. yeah. Um, Again, we really need video footage of this. I know, yeah. Uh, but then it did feel a bit like a vibe, you know, because I was actually, you know, walking towards the water's edge on the beach and, you know, looking at the sun going down and the clouds in the sky. And, and Kay, you know, like, so sprayed you in the face with water. like. No, she did. Like really Weirdly, there. though, yesterday morning, I was obviously trying to get it finished up. So I had, obviously, a headset on. She came down. I uh, was in the kitchen pottery. I didn't even know. Never, obviously, <laughs> didn't have any idea that she'd walk past me several times. Was doing yeah. house stuff Hung yeah, a sign on stuff your head that me. said, I am a div. Uh, yeah, so I had no clue that she was up or anything. So that was, that was a bit weird. Because uh, obviously, I could, you know, when you hear a noise, so I took my. It's only a matter of time before somebody's house gets burgled. Burgled while they're on VR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, about, it's, it's one of the better games in VR for sure from what I've played. Uh, but the problem is it's, it's 15 pounds and I can't, I can't recommend it at that price, mm. you know, cause I bought it as part of a double deal with, uh, unravel for 15 pounds. Yes. So I've got each game for seven pound 50. We'd recommend it at that price now. Yeah. I'd recommend it for about six, seven pounds. Yeah. That's fine. If it's in a sale or whatever, I'd pick it up for that. And, and, you know, if you've obviously got a VR headset, you need something to play on it. This is, it's one of the more cool experiences when you're actually in VR and you're just looking around this weird world. And it's one of the better-looking VR games. You know, the actual graphics look quite sharp in this, whereas as a different comparison, I'd played, I didn't realise until this week, but until Dawn Rush of Blood had a demo. So I was like, all right, I'll give that a it's go. It's not just a roller coaster game. Yeah, but it's, it's sort of more realistic graphics. Right. You know, it's gone for realism. It looks like shit. It looks terrible. I mean, it looks really terrible. Let's have a look at it. I'm just going to get it up on the screen. But you won't be able to tell because obviously in what you'll get up will show you what you'd see on the screen. So it'll yeah. show you they look sharp and nice. But once what you get the VR... Until Dawn what? Russian oh, blood. blood. Russian blood. blood. There is a link in the show notes, actually. I did that. Oh, you've been pl- oh, I did do that. <laughs> Pilch Reed said about Bound, this looks like a load of tripe. It's good. Bound is actually really good fun. I, I like Bound. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks... Um, kind of primitive in it's, terms of the graphics. Is it, I mean, the because that's where we itself, are with VR right now. I get it. Yeah, the the story itself was kind of interesting. It's kind of an interesting experience, and he has got a story, uh, and it's quite thought provoking. I, I like. I, apparently, there's different ways it ends as well, depending on how you play it. You're still uh, talking about Bound, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Bound, but I haven't gone to Russian Blood. Uh, Russian Blood mechanically, it worked quite well. So you kind of you kind of sat on a roller coaster and you know when got... you said that this will look fine because I'm watching it on a video. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look fine. It does not well, look, it looks, fine, yeah. it looks, it looks like shit. It looks better on here though than it looks yes. in the game. Like, it looks I, like I, shit I, here. I, it looks like double shit if you're because on VR. I played VR. I I could only imagine if I can see the the pixel the, the edges, the not the pixels but the edges the the you know, it looks like shit. Yeah, and it, it, it works quite well, though. The move controllers are pretty responsive, you know, for shooting. I'm not disputing that. But, I Can don't you know. you shoot the guy in front? I didn't, I, didn't try, I didn't get that guy in front. That's the, the first thing I'd do. I only got the demo, and in the demo, there wasn't a guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't very scary. I wasn't, like, scared at any point. And there are enemies that rush towards you, you know, in the carriage. But they kind of just... If if you don't shoot them straight away, they just stand there waving their arms at you. Sorry, you you have two guns. You're using the you move controller for this, is that right? Yeah, you use a move controller in each hand. For and your do two you guns. squeeze it to fire, or how do you fire? 
Yeah, there's, there's triggers on the move controllers. Oh, okay, okay. So you are so you just fight, tr- you're holding down the trigger. You click it again and again and again. Yeah, you click it again and again. Oh, okay. So what's kind of cool though to reload, uh, you can either press the move button which is on the top, or you can just flick the move control and it just reloads. That is. And when cool. you've got the sword. When you got the sawn-off shotguns, it looks proper cool because obviously the the barrels flick down and back up again. So you're doing like Sarah Connor with the one arm. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's pretty cool. So there are some cool things about it, you know. I kind of enjoyed it, but again, I'm not going to pay 15 quid for this. Yeah. This is 15 quid. Yeah, 15.99. Fucking hell. How long you know, is until... it? Apparently, it doesn't take very long to play. It's probably about an hour, yeah. hour and a half tops. Mm. You know, and there's different. Apparently, there's different routes you can take by shooting the, the tracks or whatever or something oh, you know God. you can redirect the carriage to a different <laughs> Jimmy sounds particle. like he's in so much pain yeah mm. so yeah so so there's that um and then i i, I watched there was like an anim, uh, like a free animated film for for playstation vr called uh alumet good um and again, that's kind of cool, but it does suffer from resolution issues. Yeah. The, you know, lots of jaggies. Almost like there's a running theme here. And there, is, <laughs> there is. Lots of jaggies. Bite your tongue, like Chin. It's just a bunch of outliers. But Bound looks great, and Res <laughs> looks great. So, so some they stuff can looks look great. great, they just don't. They can look great. Yeah, I think it's how well the developer optimizes it. Depend, you know, as an issue, you know, and, and how realistic they're trying to get the graphics to look. You know, and I think that's a problem. I think until all the developers are really optimizing for the for the resolution of the screen, where well, that's where you're gonna have problems. Yeah. So Alumet looks like a you sort of overseeing the the the, the film. In yeah, a way. yeah, it's it's really cool. It does. So look, it's obviously- I mean, when I say look, I mean it looks interesting. Like, I don't, it doesn't look like anything I'd want to experience ever because it's. <laughs> It's dumb, but like this the, is the best you know. you're gonna get out of Chinny. The most positive it, he's ever gonna say about VR. It just kind of looks like a cool style, is what I would say. Yeah, it, it's cool, and the fact that it's totally 3D, you know, and obviously it's like you st- it's weird because it's like you stood amongst these little cloud houses, you know. But yeah. again, but again, the resolution is great. Uh, and it's, an, it's, it's quite a sad story, you know, it's quite well done, and it's just a really nice little animated film. So if you have got a PSVR, um, I definitely would pick this up because it, it's it's free, and it's like about, it's only about five minutes long, it's not a really long film or anything, you know, it's just like an it's animated film. It's free to join, film. apart from the one-off joining fee of £40. Uh, but yeah, it, it just shows you that there is other stuff out there apart from games. <laughs> yeah, there's a five-minute free movie. There's a five-minute free movie, <laughs> and there's the the little VR cinema thing that's got quite a few different things in. You know, like I said, the uh, the paranormal activity one's definitely worth giving a go if you want to, you know, scare yourself a little bit. I mean, it wasn't terrifying, but it was a bit scary. It wasn't like kitchen knife stab in your leg. No, no, no. It's not like someone waving a knife an inch from your eye. Yeah, yeah I can that do that in real life. I know. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, felt that's like. Friday night with Chinny. That's what it felt like. Yeah, wave um, a knife at my eye. But but Tethered releases next week, and also Windlands comes out next week. Yeah. So there are a couple of titles coming next week. So, uh, and I've I've been eyeing up Sports Bar VR, right? Which is kind of cool. So it's um, it's got sort of pool darts, mm. uh, uh, hockey. <laughs> Chinny sounds enthralled. But if it, it, but it's more of a social game. So I have. Yeah, it's not like you could 
go to the bowling alley and do all these things. No, and I don't I don't know enough people with a VR headset to sort of make use of that because you, you're you're just hanging out in a bar playing pool and stuff. Is that is there other people in real life playing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's apparently a lot of people are saying this is what PlayStation Home should have been. Oh God, you know, so you can actually <laughs> That's hang a out. Selling point stuff. right there. There's a selling point, baby. Uh, yeah, so you can hang out, play some pool, play some darts, you know, and and you can throw bottles around. You can be a total dick and line bottles up on the pool table and all that sort of stuff. So you can grief people if that's what you want to do. Mm. So it would be perfect for you, Ginny, because you like griefing people. Yes, but yeah. I wouldn't want to pay 500 quid for the privilege. No, I agree. But you can virtually grief people. Uh, and I'm I'm still kind of you know from you know just moving on from last week still kind of questioning my purchase and whether it's it's uh, gonna sort of like I say make you know make the worth of the money that's been spent on it. So. At least you're being honest, you. I am being totally honest, we and I, honest. I even I even I even, uh, even considered giving CEX ring just to see how much they're giving cash. <laughs> wow, really? I know, that's I know. harsh. I know. It's wow. not that it's harsh, but. But you're a fickle person. Not, that's what. There's not enough stuff on the horizon at the moment. I'll, that's I'll, the biggest issue. I'll give it. I'll have it off you for a tenner, mate. A tenner, wowzers! <laughs> as much as that. That's a good deal, man. That's the so, most yeah, you'll get I, from anybody in the VG Hub network. Yeah. So I'm. I'm sort of. I'm. I'm in two minds at the moment. I'm holding on and just sort of waiting. Uh, Hold on. I think the problem is. I think that this is the issue. This is the issue. If you've got a Vive or an Oculus Rift, that you know. There might only be little experiences, but there's stuff releasing every week on the Steam store. Yes. So there's stuff there literally all the time. Some Quite a lot of it's free. Mm. You know, like people are just releasing stuff for free. And even if you're playing that, there's always something new to try. You know what I mean? And go, oh, yeah, what's this like? Oh. Whereas, I guess with the PSVR, you're kind of restricted to whatever they've got on the store. And that's kind of it. And I think yeah, that's, that's the biggest true. issue with... With obviously Steam being a much more open platform, they've got stuff. Like, for instance, this Porn. week in early access, uh, the Golf Club VR launched. Sick. Yeah. And everyone's saying how cool it is. And I'm like... I watched uh, Rama Time play a golf game on VR. He had a Is that a video. today? Is that today? No, no, it wasn't the Golf Club. All right, okay. It was like some golf game. And I thought... Golf in VR, that's like the perfect fit. You know, that's brilliant. And I watched him play it, and it looked like the jankiest shit I've ever seen in my life. It just looked unbearable. Yeah, apparently the Golf Club VR is getting a lot of positive reviews, saying it's really, really good. I'm sure it is. It's just the, the main issue people people are bringing up are saying that the, the green speeds aren't quite right. and But there's a lot of people who are playing it who are proper golfers going, oh, it doesn't feel quite right and this wasn't quite right. Or I can hit, I can hit the ball 100 yards further in real life than I can in this. And oh, yeah, yeah. All that can. sort of stuff. Of course you can. Uh, <laughs> but, but then you've still got people doing the, oh, we need a, a golf club peripheral. So it's like really swinging a golf uh. club because there ain't enough weight in those uh, controllers. And I'm like, no, you don't. You'll just break your living room, um, but yeah, I mean that. That I mean, you know, the golf club is on PlayStation Four, so yeah. you never know. It might come play. You know, the PlayStation VR version of the golf I'd club. I'd say so. You know, I'd say so. But again, it's the graphics, isn't it? You know, and whether they can sort of reproduce those with. Uh, Stuart, I have a PS4. question about the PlayStation virtual reality headset. You do. Go for it. I do. You do. Um, 
wires. Yes. Is it messy? No. There's literally just one wire coming out of the back of it. Is it powered, that little box thing? Yes. Yeah, so you have two to... wires coming out the back of it. No, 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 no. There's only there's only one wire coming out of the headset though. So where does that go? Into the little box thing that's next to your place. And how many wires coming out of that? Uh, quite a few. You there have. There we go. You're a yeah, liar. but it's not messy with your head as such. <laughs> okay. Ah! How long's that wire that comes out of your head? Oh, it's quite long. It's probably I would say about three to four meters. So the wires that come out of the box. Exp- yep. How many? How many are there? Right, okay, you have one wire that plugs into a USB socket on the front of the PS4. Right, obviously. obviously. Yeah, then you have one wire that comes out of your PS VR headset and plugs into the front of it. Comes yeah. out of your PS VR headset, yeah. Then you have one USB cable, uh, not USB, an HDMI, sorry, HDMI cable that goes from the little box to your console. Yeah. And then one that goes from the little box to your TV, so two HDMI yeah. cables. And then you have a power cable, and that's it. So what's the USB one for? I have no clue. I don't know whether that's for... I'm wondering if that's for verification. To, you know, to verify that Weird. it's being played on a... Well, it must be data. It must be data, because... Yeah. It's not, I think it's not it, video signal, is it? So they must be... Yeah. It, it because even... Be they must what, be dedicating all the video signal to the HDMI and not sending any data through it, and only sending data through it. So it must be... Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's basically splitting your HDMI. So one, obviously, the one goes to your you can't see. Yeah, that's, that's how like any game to the TV. Box. Yeah, like yeah. I've got an Elgato. That's exactly the same thing. But. Yeah, so that's what he does. But, but it doesn't all... allow 4K pass through. Isn't that correct? Uh, no, it allows 4K pass through. It doesn't allow HDR. HDR, that's it. There yeah, so it doesn't Brilliant. allow HDR to be pass through. Brilliant. Brilliant. So that's that's unfortunate, really, isn't Love it? it? Because you have to keep unplugging your your HDMI's from one to the other if you want to do that. But let's let's be honest here. Not many people at this point in our have HDR TVs. But they will do. But they will do. Yeah. If you've got a PS4 Pro, that's presumably why you're getting it. Do you reckon they'll, they'll release a new version of the PSVR? That's that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a potential. Sounds oversight. very PlayStation, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like an oversight. I don't know about anything else. Uh, but yeah, everything else works all right though. You know, uh, the head tracking, like I say, is is fine. I've never had a problem with the head tracking at all. And I was I was speaking to Bongo today, funnily enough. He he sent me a, he sent, he sent me um, a party invite, and he was just asking my views on what I thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything he should be playing now? Uh, there is a game that I've seen on the store, and I didn't look at it too much and didn't really consider it. And it was it's cheap. It's only four pounds. It's really cheap. So I thought it's probably not going to be up too much, but the reviews for it are quite good, and I can't remember what it's called now. But it's something like VV, uh, and you're like a micro, like exploring microscopic worlds in VR. So you know, you know, like Fantastic Journey or Fantastic Voyage or whatever it was called. Yeah, where, you, where they shoot themselves and go in the body. In all. the body. Come it's on like, and ride on a fantastic voyage. It's like that. Like, um, yeah. I'm just trying to remember, trying, trying to find it now. Let's have, let's have a look. See if I can find this. Uh, uh, uh. But it came out quite a while ago. Yeah, VV Viva X Vivo. It's called Viva X Vivo. Um, as a game in itself, it didn't do very well. I mean, it's got a forty-eight on Metacritic, and it you know it reviewed really badly, and people were like, "It's a bit shit." But apparently, since they've moved it into VR, they've updated a lot of the gameplay. 
uh, made it a lot easier. They like to complete a level. You had to survive for 30 minutes in the level, and they were like, like people like. You're welcome, Coolio fans. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 30 minutes was like, people are like, it's just too long. I was bored after like five minutes. So why the hell do I have to survive for 30 minutes in these levels? Uh, but apparently in VR, they've cut that down to 15 minutes now. So they've reduced the amount of time. And uh, in, the fir- in the first iteration of this game, like the particle stuff you had to collect wasn't drawn to the ship when you got within a certain distance. So you had to be really accurate and, and like go straight into it. Whereas with, with the new VR version, it's it's like you've got some sort of magnetism attraction to stuff, so it just sort of attaches itself to you. Um, so it looks pretty good. I might be buying that. You know, for a four quid, it's worth a go, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's worth a look. For a I there guess. You go, worth a look. I guess. Uh, and then the last thing I played is some Overcooked. Um, yeah. With with Millie, I played some with Millie, and it worked absolutely brilliantly through the. Uh, from the steel, uh, through the Steam Link, it just sort of linked up. We got two controllers attached, and yeah, it worked fine. Worked absolutely fine. Oh, maybe we can play online. Oh no. Oh no, it doesn't do online, does it? Doesn't do online. It doesn't do online. Games are stupid. I've got to say, this game is made for four players. Though, when you watch a four-player team playing it. Oh man, I'd love to play it with four players. Yeah, it makes such a massive difference. It just really bums me that I can't play this online. Like, what the fuck, man? I know. I know. Uh, but yes, needless to say, the first time we played the pirate ship level, yes, uh, it didn't go very well. No. Uh, so much so uh, that the kitchen caught on fire, which didn't happen at all while we were playing. Uh, no, because I was constantly watching that, but yeah. Uh, Millie got the fire extinguisher and was having lots of fun just spinning around in circles with it, not actually putting the fire out. Yeah. Um, so eventually the, the entire kitchen burnt down pretty much. It was like all on fire, like everything was on fire. Nice, nice. Like Here, um, wait, like the fingertip song. It was a lot of fun. Here, wait, I'll play the fingertip song and it'll be perfect because it'll match exactly what you're talking about here. Here it is. Everything is catching, yes, everything is catching on fire. Yeah, that's definitely pretty much what happened. Uh, and that's it for me, really, this week. Um, hopefully I'll play a bit more PSVR stuff next week. I'll be able to get on Tethered. I'm, I'm still undecided about Tethered. I just don't know whether it's my sort of game. So don't worry. likely, if you give me a percentage of you trading in your PSVR before Christmas? <sighs> I don't know. I think it'll depend on what it's worth money-wise. The trouble is, CEX are being very candid with it at the moment. Uh, in so much as they're not, they might in, in about a month they might get like a fucking hundred of them. That's why. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're not, um, they're not putting a price online at all for it. So there's no way to find out how much they're offering. It, it how just, much uh, would they give you for it? Well, it's weirdly there was a guy on Reddit who said he took his day one, he got it, and then was like, I think I've made a mistake here. <laughs> wow. Took it, yeah. So didn't even open it, so he hadn't. Oh. I don't think he even tried it. He just sort of basically took it. And took it into CEX, and they gave him four hundred and forty-nine pounds for it. How much Damn. had he paid? Which three hundred and fifty. So he got a hundred quid more than he paid for wow, it. Wow, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. So he managed Damn. to get. It. But they're selling them for five hundred quid at the moment at CEX. Jeez. That's how much they're flogging them for. That's crazy. Yeah, five hundred pounds. They're they're flogging them for at the moment, and presumably people are buying them at that price. Apparently. So who knows? 
Don't worry, TMBG I, fans. We're going to hear some more of fingertips as the show goes on. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for me. So we should do some news, and there is some news this week. Fingertips. 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 The yeah. whole thing, it's like 30 different little songs like that. So we'll come back to some more of those later. Putting news first. I know y'all were eager to hear more. Absolutely. So exciting week in the news, Chinny. Is it very exciting? I think we should talk about the uh, the elephant in the room. Skyring Monopoly is oh, in yeah. See, every time they release a new Monopoly, like they have The Simpsons, a Futurama, I'm always like, ooh, dude. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I hate Monopoly. Why would I want to get yeah. that? Yeah, Monopoly is designed you... to cause arguments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you want the cool sort of special editions with the I cool don't know if Parker characters. Brothers sleep at night. Um, yeah, I'd have a cool version so yeah, of Monopoly to not play. I know, yeah. A... I've just got straight Monopoly and Simpsons Monopoly. Lots I've got gay Monopoly, Monopoly not straight Monopoly. Yeah, I have the bisexual monopoly as well. <laughs> Called Park Place. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going monopoly. So right. that is that. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a game announced. Um, yeah, oh, ReCore is now available. I think that's no, what you're No, 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 no. It, it was something. Oh, God. What Blue was it? Alive Validation 2. Get it? Because it's, like yes. it's blue instead of dead. It's alive. It's... So, I mean, we all knew it was coming because uh, Rockstar changed their, their banner and, and everything. But So it happened. Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, was announced and uh, had a very, 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 very short trailer for me. I mean, I I almost didn't masturbate in the one minute, eight seconds that it lasted. <laughs> um, it also it. Didn't, it didn't stop you from making a 20 minute breakdown video. Look, there's no, it was birds. 12, actually. It was a 12, 12 minute. Right. It was 12, yeah. So right. I've I've already um, analysed the fuck out of it. He said everything there is to say, people. There's nothing else to say. I d- uh, you know, I cannot believe yeah. you spotted the mouse. That was a yeah. good catch. How the hell did he spot that? Well, this this is the thing. Rockstar are very, very good at trailers um, because they always put little things in there. They've done this all the time. Yeah, but who cares? Um, it's a mouse, man. Are you really that bothered about a mouse? Well, have you? Have, did, hey, you know, there could be like a, a mini game where you turn into a mouse, and or maybe that board mouse. game Mouse Trap when you were a kid, and it's like, yeah, it's a version yeah. of that. I like maybe. there's a link when you go on on the YouTube video of the one you did. There's a, you know when it gives you like suggestions at the side. Yeah, there was one um, one called confirmed John Marsden, not Marston, John Marsden in Red Dead Redemption Two. And it was just a guy, this guy taking the piss. So he just kept pausing every time there was a cowboy on the screen. He's like, yeah, he's carrying his gun like John Marsden did. He's definitely John Marsden. And it was actually pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> but people yeah. in the comments thought he was being serious. and was like, yeah. it's Marsden, you idiot, and all this sort of stuff. And he was just completely taking the piss. It's very good. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to take away from the trailer, to be honest. Uh, I just, I really liked the music in it. I thought it was very good. Um it feels like it's going to be a band of brothers, but you can't trust any of them, um, which is interesting. And uh, like I said in the breakdown channel, which you can check out on our YouTube channel, uh, there's only 17 spoken words in the whole trailer. Um, I, and it's something along the lines of listen to me, you know, wh- you've got to run basically or something like that. You've you got, got to go when, shit, when shit's going down, you've got to get out yeah, of the dodge. You've got to get out of that. Yeah, yeah. you've got to, yeah. And then, then he says, 
this this is over. So I, you know, it just feels like the, who, um, the Band of Brothers, they're probably not going to be a loyal bunch, is what I'm. But thinking. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Obviously, in GTA Five, we had three playable characters. No, is the answer to your question that how, you're going to ask. How, how are you so sure this is going to be a no? Because seven seven characters to swap through just seems like a fucking nightmare. I don't know. It depends. It depends how they structure the game, though. Don't you know? It's going to be I, a big game. They they could have like three I in the first really half, difficult. four in the second half, or something. You know. You know what? It's all possible. You know, it's all possible, and it would be very different to anything they've done before. I I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. I don't think they will. Um, it, they seem to. Um, show one character more than the others, which is the character that you see in front of a burning building, getting on a horse, that that character who's in the middle of the, the seven characters. He's some, he seems to be the guy that you are. Um, it might be, but I think that there might be, even if it's not all seven, there might be sort of, say, three main characters that you play as. Also. Maybe, or, or I maybe I can't one. see them doing away with that, because I think it was really successful in GTA Five. That's so true. I, can't... I mean, you, you could play as one character for 60% of the game, and then you play as each one of the six, like, for a little bit, you know, for a yeah. mission here and there. Yeah. I don't know. You know, so The Witcher does a bit of that, I suppose, doesn't it? You know, you play as, like, Geralt for most of it. I'd imagine. I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also the, the, the lighting for yeah. some of it. So it's not like fifty fifty like it was in 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 GTA five. It's you know, it's pretty even. You know, all the characters are look are pretty flat, or they you know, they they all have their own sort of space. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, there's not a lot to take. I just from it I just feel I just feel like great. that it, it was so successful in GTA five, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and it would be you know, It's not like it diff- failed or we were like, oh, yeah, this they actually did. No, it's very interesting. And in fact, it probably didn't even reach its full potential. So that's you, what you, I mean. You might be, you might be I mean. right, yeah. I think they've got it. Uh, I don't know. Red Dead Redemption looks like the fucking badass game that I'm going to take a day off work for and, like, you know, fucking just do nothing else but play so it when it comes out. What do you think about the full release date? Fine. No, but like, I was saying you, that's unusual for them, isn't it? No. Is it not? I always thought they were earlier in the year. No, GTA came out in September. Did it? God, I was always, I was, I was convinced that they were always released earlier in the year. Um, no, go. GTA came out. They they teased it for summer. They said summer 2013, and then it came out in September. So technically, right. it was a fall game. So no, it's not, I, I, you, you two were saying 2018. I seem to remember last week. Uh, we were, yeah, we were wrong. And, and I thought you were absolutely insane. Um, because yeah, you know, a year a, a year of knowing this game exists for it to come out, that's a good, that's a good time. You know, it's not too long, it's not too short, it's perfect. So yep, and they'll probably release another trailer where it gives you more interesting stuff about the story and the characters, and then they'll do a multiplayer one, and then you won't hear anything about the game until it's out, which is the way Rockstar do it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, because we know what they're like; they're, they're very cagey. They just show you what they want you to see, and that's it. You don't get any more. You don't get any blurb or interviews or any of that malarkey. Yeah. You what know. was interesting about the the uh, trailer is it doesn't really take place in the desert. Right. It's it's all sort of like swampland and greenery and stuff. Yeah, but we don't know. We've seen all the environments that are going to be in the game. Is it, we? Well, they show you. I mean, a lot of a lot of all you know, pretty much the whole trailer is Greenland, you know, mountains. Like, there's not a lot of desert in there. Wow. If any, I didn't find any in there, to be honest. No, I mean, I, I think it looks cool, you know, but we, we know so little. Even of course you do. You have two eyes and a brain. Look, I don't know why. 
Yeah, like, it looks cool. But we know so little, it's it's hard. I mean, it's going to be good, in it? It's rock star. We've got faith in what they do. It'll be good. It'll come out and people will go, oh, the pacing's off, or I don't like this. And they'll be wrong because it'll be the best game ever. So, whatever. Yeah. They'll be wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you think of it? What, me personally? Yeah. I thought it looked great. You know, yeah. I mean, it, there's so little to get from it. I mean, even like... Yeah, it's, it, it was little. I'm surprised I even bothered making a fucking analogy. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> people want to see that stuff, don't they? I, don't I think that's why the guy did the sort of John Marsden's in the new Red Dead game just for... Well, and I think day. it's also interesting that, you know, like you caught the thing with the mouse. Like, people notice things that you wouldn't have noticed otherwise. I didn't really recognize that there was electricity in the game, and then you pointed that out, and that does give us a little clue about when it takes place. Um, I posted a thing to r slash trains to say, hey, can you guys tell us what train this is? And someone said, somebody's already posted that. Go look in the other threads. And I was like, whoops. I did a search for Red Dead Redemption. but So, you know, there's an attempt to try to get whatever we can, whatever information we can get out of those small little bits of information that they've given us. So the, yeah. the thing is, as well, what's interesting about Red Dead was because everybody thought it was going to be called Red Dead something else, right? Um, and it's not. It's called Red Dead Redemption Two. So that makes me think that it follows on from the first Red Dead. Yes, there's definitely going to be some connection to John Marston, isn't there, and what yeah. happened in the first game? And, sure. and 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 because there's electricity in the trailer, very very briefly. But there's there's another shot where there's a telephone line which I missed. Um, uh, you know, but yeah, there's there's lights and and light. You know what I mean? There's things. There's technology, electricity in this game. So you know, and so technology is still in it. And in Red Dead One, I think there was lights and uh, car. There was a car, wasn't there? Um, and trains and stuff. So yeah, I feel like this is a follow up from you know one of those could be Jack Marston, for example. Yes. Um, oh yeah, that, for sure. That would be more interesting uh, to me. Um, I don't know. By the way, by the way, um, in a roundabout way, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first game, is finally playable on PC. Did you know this? Uh, no. What? It no, is. it's not. It, it, well, it kind of is. Well, uh, explain the convoluted is. way in which you can sort of play it on your PC. Go ahead. Because because PlayStation Now is available on PC, <laughs> you can play. You can stream the PS3 version via your PC, basically. So, wow. <laughs> but it's not. It's not really a PC version. If you know what I mean. You know what? I'm still waiting for them to give us Playground of Destruction, the first Mercenaries game. On. I know. That's all you want. Damn. That's that was so want. close because it's in the UK, but it's not in the US. Bogus. Can, can I just mention, right? Pilch Reed just put some news in the... And I thought he was taking the piss, but it's true, apparently. Have you have you heard about this, Ginny? Well, where they... um they, they In game, that they give yeah. you like a little slot for it, yeah. Yeah, game a charging... For you, if you want to try out the PlayStation VR, the the they're charging you five pounds for ten minutes or fifteen pounds for thirty minutes to have a go. I can't believe anyone would do this. <laughs> I just found that incredible. It's um, almost like game are struggling to make money and they're just finding desperate ways to find money. Yeah, but who? How? They're trying to sell these things. Surely they'd be going, look, come and have a go. You know, and you you'll hopefully you'll buy have a go one. If you think you're yeah, you'll pre-order enough. one or buy one of these bundles we're selling for five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. If you apparently if you if you buy if you decide to buy one after the demo, you get your trial costs refunded. What's that all about? Jesus know, Christ! I'm treating it like they're banking on the people that don't try it. I guess. 
Well, or just selling the item as well. Well, it doesn't matter, does it, to them, I guess. Either way, look, if, if someone buys it, cash. they win. If they yeah. don't, then they've made a bit of cash. Made five quid or 15 pounds. Ka-ching! 15 pounds for 30 minutes. Look, look, come round to my house. I won't even charge it. No, actually. Chet wouldn't. Wipes his ass. With, with $15. I can't believe that. I find that just crazy. That's just crazy. It's almost People as though they're break. blood-sucking leeches, uh, all the capitalists of the world. Can't believe that. Anyway, all the capitalists um, in the world blood sucking leeches. Crazy. Uh, yeah. What else is in it? Look, there's more big news. Come on, big news this week. Yes. Uh, so the the other biggest news is uh, Nintendo re- revealed their console. Switch. 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 Snatch. Um, Scrunch. So I'll just explain what it is for people that. I think this should be called. Really... Nin- I think this should be called the Nintendo Y. So let me just explain what it is uh, for people that don't know anything about it um it's a console that works like a normal console and then hey pack it up and take it to the beach i want to fucking go and play this on the roof for some reason (laughs) um so then you can pop the console out of the like thing that it's holding take the sides off the controller pop turn it basically into like a big like a wii u remote like controller but that you can but you take, can take it on the, the plane and play Skyrim on the plane. Oh, Zelda while you're walking your dog. Or, <laughs> if we if we just have a break from playing real basketball, we can play <laughs> yeah, exactly. basketball. Let's play yeah. Wii basketball on the Nintendo Switch. Switch, switch it up, switch. So, yeah. So the idea is, you know, this features this trailer features, um, you know, people just chilling, like really good looking young people that I just like kind me and of my friends. Kill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to kill them all. And what what the weird thing about the trailer is this like esports shit that they put right on the yeah, end. Yeah, let's let's just go and plug our con- let's take our consoles with us and just plug them in. Well, like, <laughs> the, the, what what happens is they're all talking strategies before the for the event, and they're like, you go this way, you go this way, and do this and do this. Ah, oh, what about the degree of the angle that you jump? I don't know. Then they go into this big arena, thousands of people in there, and then they play Splatoon. I'm like, yeah, not not that many people would turn up to watch Splatoon. I'm afraid. Well, not with um, that attitude. The, you got to keep an open mind, Shitty. Come on. We also in in the Mario game they show. This isn't Mario Kart 8 because that 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 track doesn't. Um, exists in the latest Mario. So that's a new Mario they're showing. And also there is uh, a new new normal Mario, not Mario Kart. So there's like a they show a Mario game which is which has not been seen before, uh, which is interesting. Despite all the fucking nonsense, I actually really, really like this. Really? I just think I don't understand who it's for. Yeah, me. I mean I, I think it's a gimmick and Stu would never buy into something like that. No, no, that not so much that, but right. Nobody, nobody takes, as we know, you know, the Vita has struggled. And the reason the Vita has struggled is because people have mobile phones now that do all this shit. So if they want to play, you know, some mobile game while they're on the bus or whatever. That's what they'll play. They will, it, this is too big. Where are you going to put it? You can't stick it in your pocket. Have you seen the size of this thing? It is big. I'm going to argue that. So, Chinny, what do you like, like a... about it? Wait, wait, shut up. Chinny, what do you like about Who's it? Who's going to put it in the bag? Shut man? up! Put this in the bag. You can just get your phone out of your pocket. Have you seen the size of these phones? These they're the about the fucking same size. You no, know, the five and a half inches. Is the Chinny, why do you no, like that's, it? That's like, freaking way. Chinny, why do you like that. it? I saw. I was at a thing, right, and somebody had one of those iPad Pros, and it was the better size of a fucking Xbox One. That's Pro true. It's a freaking phone. No, yeah, but no, but he makes a good point though. People do lug iPads around, so maybe they'll lug this around. They do. No, because they've already got an iPad. Why are they going to lug another thing around with them? Because, because this is for people who don't have iPads. 
People aren't going to play Zelda on the move. I'm telling you now, this is bollocks. It's not on the move, it's on the Switch. Ah, I get it, because there's the uh, PS Move. Jason Gallagher just brought up the fact that Stu bought a Wii U, a Vita, it's and a true, PSP. I agree. <laughs> he's telling and you, you know, to avoid the mistakes he's made. Yeah, avoid the mistakes I've made. Man, Don't buy I VR really... either. It's a bunch of just bollocks. Like, just, just calm down, bro. This is what I like about it. Settle down, Beavis. This is, like, I, I just, I don't know. There's something quite cool about just taking a console on the go and and just, I mean, and the, the way that, Stu, shut the fuck up before I punch you through the internet, honestly. Shite. Right. So, you, and the, the two control, like, the two things that snap off the controller, they can work as two controllers. Yeah, but so he's the size of everything. He's a tiddly. He's oh, my God. Things. Duke, please let me kill him. If you have big fingers. Please don't kill him. I get to play that clip. <laughs> anyway, right? I think that it, it, it looks pretty slick. I, I think it will work, hopefully, really well. I'm concerned about battery life. I think the battery will probably die. I was thinking about making a parody video where, like, I'm, I'm high-fiving my friend and then <laughs> the battery just dies, like, about three minutes in uh, playing Zelda. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think it, it, it looks like a cool design, really clever idea. It's exactly what everybody wanted, like, you know, when they were talking who, about the NX. Who wanted this? Who said People this were talking about if the NX works where no, you can just take it out, what play it. it. Be. It doesn't necessarily mean people wanted it. People don't know what they want. <laughs> yes, they do. Most gamers know what they want. They want no, they to just don't. sit on the Henry sofa Ford and said play himself, games. If, if people knew what they want, they would have asked for a faster horse. You don't know what you want, right? You would never wanted a Wii. Shut the fuck up, right? But it sold. So this will <laughs> be fine. The Wii U didn't sell, though, did it? Yeah, but fuck the Wii U because it was dumb. But like this is the same idea as the Wii U, but it actually is the bright idea what they were trying to do. Where yeah, you no, this you're wrong, right? This this will be fine. The Nintendo Switch is going to be good. I'm going to make a prediction right now, right? Right now, and I'm telling you now, this will come true. Go on. You will never see Skyrim on this console. Are you putting money I, on I, this? I will, I'll, I'll I'll happily... I'll put fucking cash on this. Well, somebody give on us a dollar console. amount will, or a pound amount. I will bet a five pounds. I'm not going I, stupid nah, crazy. I'll put fucking 20 quid. No, five quid. You'll never no, see Skyrim. No, you bollocks that you, you shit. You'll not because, see. Well, no, if okay, you're sure, if, if you're sure, it's easy five quid then. Okay, okay. I'll I'll compromise, fuckers. Do ten. Re rejig my sort of prediction slightly, but the the one that they appear to be showing is a new Skyrim enhanced edition. Yes, looks like the fancy one. Yes. That I I will say now will not run on this console. I don't. I think I, I, I absolutely disagree. And it'll certainly not fit on one of those tiddly little cartridges that the. So five the quid with. then. You're putting this down. Five quid. You're all witnesses. Five. I'm pointing to the screen. Five quid. Five quid. Five quid. You'll never see it on this console. Five quid. Five quid. They I won't even confirm. Me. There's no. There's no touch controls apparently. Let me so put who it, cares? Touch me, controls is coming no on. No one wants to touch, touch controls, control. but touch screen. Should I say? No one wants who touch cares? Well, yeah. All those people who have iPads don't want touch screen, and smartphones don't yeah, want. Touch screen. It's not that they don't want it. It's that it's coming on. It's not important right now. Yeah. Right. Look, I'll, I'll tell you why Skyrim Remasters is going to be on this console. It's not going to be on. They put a fucking shit ton of money on this trailer there is no way they would include a game that it's not yeah that's right man everybody's talking about skyrim portable now there's no way they're not going to follow through with that they'll find a way they'll be like we'll have to kill 20 children in order to make it work they kill them <laughs> yes i don't know why yes. you need to kill children Absolutely. to make a game work but sure i think you underestimate how much like of a fine tooth comb yeah right i don't think they just right. slap a bunch I, of stuff this... together like yeah make that the ad what, oh what no I'm, i don't disagree that no way they spend a lot of money on making these, but that doesn't mean to say that this thing's coming. There is no way. 
that Skyrim will not be released for this I bet, year. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, be very be. surprised. You're you you you're insane. Let's, how many, on this right, one, when the Wii U launched, when the Wii U launched, how many third party developers said, Oh yeah, we're gonna bring our games but to the But that's different console. from oh, having yeah, them in a trailer for it, Stu. That on it. I'm gonna have the other on it. Stu, that's different from having yeah, it in a they've trailer. Obviously made some agreement where they've got Yeah. This is in the trailer. It doesn't mean anything. What? No, it means oh my gosh. nothing. Nah. So, so, I mean, okay, so to be fair to Stu, sometimes movie trailers have stuff that's not in the movie. Sometimes game developers promise things that they don't deliver on. <laughs> no Man's Sky. But, exactly. on the other hand, I think that Nintendo is too smart to put several shots, let's be real, several shots of people playing Skyrim on this thing, and then they're not going to follow through with it. That just seems ludicrous. It's a know. promise. This trailer is a promise. Well, big, and I mean, it is possible that it won't happen, but I'm with Chinny. I really doubt that it would not happen. My big concern about the Switch is the the battery life when you're on the go. Like, it can't have that big of a battery life, really, can it? Um, and I honestly, I'm, I'm actually thinking that this is going to be a cool console that I might get. But I'm worried about getting the first iteration of it because they'll probably improve the battery later yeah. on. Um but I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this is what I think people, Nintendo fans and people like me, are. they, they will get into this. I, I've, I've talked to people that have saw this trailer and gone, this is sick. I showed this trailer to Tara and it blew her mind. She was like, wow. I don't know why. I don't understand why. Skyrim on a plane. Fun. What part of... I am so sick and tired of this motherfucking Briar Hearts on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> I mean, like, Duke, I know you'd have to buy a console, but if I could offer you a chance to play Skyrim on the go. Here's the thing. I don't – the problem with that is I don't really go much. So, like, the yeah. idea of playing games imagine, on the go imagine isn't if important you did go. If I did go, maybe I would be into it, yeah. Yeah, I do exactly. think this will – I mean, I don't know. I, I think that if – look, here's, here's what I'll say about this. This is trying – you're right, Stu. This is trying to do what the Vita did. But, but, hang on, but if anybody can pull it off, Nintendo can. I guess, right. Okay. They sold a lot of 3DSs, and that was fucking stupid. I mean, let's let's be honest here, right? That, and I know it's only a video representation, but the, the way it was showing Skyrim, I mean, that looked pretty nice, didn't it? It looked yeah. like full maxed out settings, smooth as a baby. On a small screen, it's shit. easier to do, yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was being transferred onto a TV screen, which is pretty big. Yeah. Which is pretty big. Yeah, it's almost well, as though games from five years ago can run better on a smaller device in the future. Yeah, but they can't though, can they? Because let's right, let's look at the minimum <laughs> specifications. Yeah. The minimum specifications for Skyrim remastered. Yeah. So this is just minimum. Yeah. Right. You need a GeForce GTX 471 gigabyte, which is a fairly standard size. I believe they could That's put that in one of these. Yeah. I don't know whether they could. What? Uh, you need dedicated video RAM, two gigabytes. You need a in- Intel Core i5, right, which is a pretty pretty good CPU, or a, a sort of a sort of four to six core processor. Stu, can I can I talk to you about how I think this switch is going to work? I don't know how you're going to fit that in that tiny little box. But, right. Uh, let's be well, honest. You, right. Okay. Let, let me, Time let me to let Chinny talk. Come on. Right. I think when you plug it into the box, what does the box do? I think the box has all that jiggery and graphics and shit. I mean, when you take it out and you're holding it, it's that's what probably they actually call down, it. 
Yeah, it probably right. downscales the graphics. Right. Let me but ask you this. Still looks good on a small screen because well, it's a small sure. screen. It's like it's like having a smaller fine. monitor. It takes less graphics power. Let me ask you this, right? Okay. Let I'm gonna try you. right now to see if Battlefield Let me 4 ask you is this, working. Right. When you look at your Xbox One, mm-hmm. right, what is on the top of your Xbox One? A soda um, that he left there last drive. night? No. What can you see from the outside? What's the thing you see on the top of your box? The logo that says Xbox. No, on the top of the <laughs> Just box. tell him what you want him to say. I'm what is this guessing game about gonna... what's on top of the Xbox it's One? It's he wants me to say vent. Fan. It's got a massive fan in it, right? Yeah, what's a vent? I've got a yeah. fan on The PS4 has not got quite as big a fan, but it's got a big fan inside it, right? Like somebody this who really likes it. This is a tiny it. little box. Why do, why do you think it has that massive fan on top of it? He really Why do you think Xbox? your Xbox One has got that gigantic fan sat on top of it? Because Microsoft lost a lot of money with the three. No, no, it isn't. It's because when you've got a GPU, right, and your CPU that are big ones with along with all that RAM and stuff, it gets hot, very hot. This has got a fan on the top. The switch has it's got a big tiny, fan on the top. It's tiny, right? There's no big way. Vent at the top of it when you look there at it. There is no way this is going to have that power in that tiny little box. Well, that's what I'm saying. It won't be the same power as an Xbox One. It will downscale when you take it out of the fucking thing. Yeah, but if it's not the same power as an Xbox One or a PS, it ain't going to be running no Skyrim remastered. Not for will, a 4K wall-sized TV, no. But that's not what it's designed for. Is it running on a full-size TV? It shows you. Oh doing... my God, Stu! You're There's not two boxes. Listen. Look. The Switch has two different parts to it. There's the part you take with you, which has less graphics capability on it, and then there's the regular box that presumably Uh, uh, is as powerful as a regular console. That box is just a dock. It does nothing more than that. When you look at it, I disagree. I totally disagree. Have you seen how small it is? Inside, there is nothing inside there apart from a let's try. Stu has x-ray vision, everybody. He can tell what's going on. Tell us more about the Red Dead 2 thing. You should be able to see through the houses and tell us what's going on there. It's just a slot. It's a slot with a tiny bit of stuff on the back of it. It's not. There's nothing in it. There is nothing in there. Apart from a transferal to your TV. Uh, okay, thing. again, are you putting money oh, on like, this? There's USB ports on it, Stu. There's USB ports well, on it. That, how the hell is it going to transfer it to so your that TV? That means there's a fucking circuit board, which means there could be fucking yeah. anything else on it. Are you putting money big, on this, Stu? There's no fan on it. it ain't are you enough. putting money on this? No, I've put me fiver down that it won't run. Well, then Sky shut up if you're not ready to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, Star uh, Hell the thing we is, if I got it, I wouldn't even. If I got it, I wouldn't even fucking play Skyrim on it. How no, dare you, me. sir? How dare you? There's no... If, if a device can run Skyrim, you have a moral obligation to play Skyrim on it. In 20 years, when they bring out calculators that can play Skyrim, I will start a new character, I will do a new game, because it's possible. I'll be honest, I think the only people who are going to buy this are die-hard Nintendo fans. Yay, it looks well, like Battlefield 4 is working again on my computer. Woo! I'm not. I'm not. A, I would call myself a diehard Nintendo fan, and I'm tempted. You're kind uh, of a diehard Nintendo mm. fan. Yeah, yeah. You you're, played you're, Mario you're, for that, 24 that, hours that recently. Dock that you cost you. That that's a pretty thick dock. It's not. Which, it's not. Which is a sentence I have to say very carefully. It is not. <laughs> it's only like an inch and a half at the back. It'll just have circuitry <laughs> to transfer the, the signal to your telly. That's all it is. It's not doing any more than that. And it, obviously, USB is out. They, if if that, just do it. If that were the case, why not just plug in a cord to the other thing? Why do you need a dock for it? 
because it looks neat. Oh, really? You think? Somewhere, don't you? Now you're not making sense in terms of capitalism. That thing. Why? Is... Why would you want to just plug a wire in the side? They need to because make it look they want to sell it for as they want to spend as little money making the thing as possible. Why make a big dock that you have to put it in correctly? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there may be some upscaling stuff in there. Oh, now like, there's a couple of upscaling like, things in there. There might be some upscaling stuff going I guess on. It's but evidence still... that we've convinced him. I still think all the GPU and all the all the gubbins and everything's inside your tablet thing. Gubbins. Oh, your gubbins. All the gubbins that makes it work inside. <laughs> all right, we need tablet. to move on. There's a story I want to talk about. Yeah, there is another story. Come on, let's do that, and then we can get out of here. All right. Um, there's a. I was I don't eating. Know. Sorry, I was eating. What? That's fine. There's a story from this website called therap.com, which who knows what that is, but W R A P. Duke, go what? for it. Yes, I'm going for it. Um, go for it. Okay. There are some video game actors who apparently are planning or they went on strike on uh, Friday. And I found this very interesting because we we think a lot about people who are doing, you know, video game acting, the voice acting and stuff. But I, I've never heard anything about the work conditions. So I just thought it was cool. So here's this uh, article from TheRap.com. With a Friday deadline looming, it looks like game over for negotiations between video game giants and actors who appear in their games. Um, immersive games like Halo and Call of Duty require hundreds of voice actors, blah, 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 but they have a long list of grievances against companies like Activision Electronic Arts. And the gaming giant said in a joint statement earlier this week that they, quote, have negotiated in good faith and working conditions are excellent. But um, a voice actor named Liam O'Brien and a stuntman TJ Storm uh, let's see. O'Brien has worked on games including Halo and Tomb Raider. Storm performed in the Street Fighter series, I guess, to get the motion capture for stuff. Uh, and these are the five biggest complaints. Number one, the gaming companies have been dismissive. Uh, they put forward some things and they were brushed aside, said O'Brien, of the union's months-long attempt to bring gaming giants to the negotiating table. Uh, actors are blowing out their voices. The union seeks to set two-hour limits on vocal work sessions to help performers avoid vocal cord injuries. Um, the union says video game actors are under serious strain because they have to perform painful deaths, creature voices, and battle noises. When you shout grenade or we got to get to the ridge for hours on end and your shout dial is turned up to 11 for four hours straight, only 60% of that audio will be on point, said O'Brien. Then the voice will crack and actors won't be able to deliver at their job the next day. I would like to say this person obviously has never been a teacher because that's my job all day every day is to be like, come on, people, writing is important. Let's learn about Shakespeare. And the kids are like, Ugh. at least these voice actors have someone in the booth who's like, yeah, good job. Do the next one. So anyway. Yeah, no, I kind of agree with you. And it's sort of like, well. But on the other hand, you know what? Hey, look. Job. Hey, I, yeah, it's their job. But you know what? Look, everybody has a right to be grenade for hours on end. Well, but really. we don't I don't know. I've never done it. But I do know that you have a list of things you have to yell and you're you have to do a bunch of different voices and you have to do a death sound. And, you know, I mean, what I've heard from voice actors is that it's monotonous as hell because you have to do like 10 versions of the same thing. Oh, yeah. So anyway, and the other thing is, look, if people care enough to join a union, they have the right to have those grievances for, uh, heard and taken seriously. And, you know, stunt people are getting injured, it says. And uh, number four, performers aren't getting residual income. That's messed up, right? Because these games don't exist without the performers. And actors often don't know who they're playing. I have no idea who I am on any given day, said Storm. I would love to know if I'm a gorilla or a guy in the Marines. Gaming companies try to keep their games under a tight veil of secrecy, and they require performers to sign non-disclosure agreements. Um, 
but they often have no idea who or what they're playing. They're asking for a little more transparency so performers can pre prepare for their parts. I think they wrote that sentence for all the extra P's in there. So anyway, I just think it's interesting, and I, I just think people should know, you know, these voice actors work really hard, and they do a good job, and I think they deserve to be treated well, like all workers. So Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. So that's the story. Uh, there is there is one other piece of news. Is it about Skyrim? Well, Monopoly? Carry on. One only, <laughs> one only very small piece of news. Uh, but the Last Guardian has gone gold. It's uh, so yeah, it's going to hit its uh, release date in December, and uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be possibly playing it, I guess. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I'm not. Uh, right, we we have got some emails, so we do need to get out of here. So we need to get through these and do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So. Uh, the first one is from Antonio Phillips. Otherwise yeah, Antonio. That's my Rocket League dog. And he says, animated moments. He said, uh, greetings, VG crew. Greetings. Hello. He's what in the chat is? too. What up? Hello. Uh, I'm writing from my new place of study and I'm taking a break from banging my head against my desk as I do work for a six-man group on my own since nobody seems to have bothered to turn up today. Uh, that sucks. You're going to get a lot of that, dude. Conscientious people often have to shoulder more of their fair share of the burden uh the reason i'm emailing you today is because i'm going through youtube trying to find something to listen to before i bring my journey into thesaurus.com uh, to try and find as many words related to because for an essay when youtube reminded me your great animated moment video made by jamie cartwright uh, I believe Jamie picked the perfect video of yours to animate with Duke's rage over heavy rain. Really? But if he or anyone who wanted to was to animate another moment from your past episodes, which mm. guys would have to like or choose to make a great animation? That's a good funny question. You should ask that because um, Fetus Baby Snack or Royce, who is, uh, is a relatively new listener to the show, has been going through the backlog of <clears throat> the veteran gamers. And he has been noting when funny bits come up that would be good to animate. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Thank you, Royce. We appreciate your so, fastidiousness. Uh, I won't read them out because there'll be a surprise, but we do plan on doing that. Well, he's he's got some. This is what he says. Personally, I think the debut of Stu's Yellow Light of Doom song would make a great music video. Well, great. <clears throat> Uh, some of the EGX audio moments, such as the meeting of a certain teenage British boy. Uh, the story when you went to some dodgy outlet for food during the meetup, or perhaps even a dramatization of how Stu and Mike met uh, with VR headsets and long hair intact. Uh, for me personally, the one that I think will be kind of funny, and it's a long time ago, is the first, the very first time we went to uh, Eurogamer and I stopped in that properly dodgy hotel that Ginny recommended in Wolverhampton. Oh, yeah. uh, and I spoke about uh, how I thought it was going to die. Yes. Also was a, and that there was no double glazing. <laughs> um, anyway, since this is a gaming podcast, I will throw in what I've been playing, even though I have already mentioned this all in my own podcast. Hi, Panda Reviews. Uh, I picked up the PS4 because the price dropped to 150 with FIFA 17. Uh, since Slim Model is out now and they wanted to get rid of all the old stock, after throwing FIFA 17 for a video, I sold it and picked up The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4 and Killzone Shadowfall. I waited all this time to play The Last of Us 
and it was worth the wait. But I did have some issues. Be sure to listen to Yap to find out what they were. Yep, yep, yep. Along with yep. that, I also played a shit ton of Overwatch in my quest to Diamond Rank, along with a bit of Rocket League with Duke Holler. Yeah, holler. And some Overcooked, which is excellent. Uh, cheers, as always, for the time you dedicate to the podcast, whether that be the stream, the videos, or the podcast itself. What up, Duchess? Uh, the day Hi. this podcast ends will be a sad one. Uh, but there will be times where I will look to the sunset and remember a podcast gone by and all the times hear a voice, a voice that guides me through my struggles. Tiddly, tiddly. Tiddly, uh, tiddly. Thanks, guys. Yeah, GH Rocket. P.S. If I put 10% of the efforts I put into this into my essay, I should get at least a D, right? Hi. Yep. There you go. So uh, thank you very much for that. And at least a C. Yeah, at least a C. At least a C. Um, yeah. The next one's off Dale Garrity. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, Gaza42. I think he has emailed before. Gaza, uh, Gaza. Major game review. Hello, one and all. Hello. Uh, FIFA 17 is a major release, but this title oh. does not get spoken about on your show. Nope. And I can understand because it is in a category that does not interest you, and that is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would put the effort in and give a detailed review of FIFA 17 on your behalf. Because there will okay. be plenty of listeners who would like to hear the thoughts of a FIFA veteran like myself. Yeah, yeah, maybe he can give us some insight on what FIFA yeah. 17 is finally yeah. like. Yep. Yeah. So here goes. Here we go. It's the same as FIFA 16. Yeah. Gezza 42. There you go. Ah, Gezza. I lol. Sorry, I'll start that again. I lolled when I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Maybe not. Thank you, Gezza, for making me laugh. Yeah, uh, the next cheers, one mate. is from, or the final one, should I say, is from Derek Sainz, and he says Sainz. this. Sainz. Uh, it's time we had a telltale heart-to-heart. Hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. Oh. Hello. Uh, after seeing the deal on the PSN to download five telltale games to 2099, I thought I'd take the chance and bought them. Mm. The five games are The Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2. Yeah. The Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And Tales from the Borderlands. I have never played any of the five games and thought this would be a good way to get deep inside the Telltale formula, for better or worse. That's a good deal, though. That is a good deal for 20 quid. Yeah. Uh, I've heard good things about the Wolf Among Us and Borderlands, but wildly differing opinions about the other three games. Mm. Mm. I will probably play the games over the next three months or so, and my request to you is to say which order should I play them in. Walking Dead. Walking Dead season one, man. Walking yeah, Dead season one. Definitely. For sure. Start uh, with the best, man. Give was, yourself a break. Play The Wolf Among Us. Um, I don't then, know. I think Tales from the Borderlands is a better game. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I do think... Yeah, but like, play season one Walking Dead... Wolf Among Us, Tales of the Borderlands, Walking Dead Season 2, and then I don't care about Game of Thrones, it can go fuck itself. There you <laughs> oh, go. burn. Uh, cheers, Derek. So there you go, that's it. Nice. Good deal. That's a good deal. Anybody bothered about the uh, the Batman thing? No, do you know I've looked at it? It's meant to be pretty good as well. It's shaping up, apparently, episode 2 is very good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll wait till it's on sale. Yeah. I'm not I'm not that bothered enough about Batman it's Batman itself to just go out and get it. I don't I don't care. I don't care about Batman. Batman. Um right, Okie dokie. We have got a new iTunes review. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my god, yo, another one. Yo, 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 yo,
There you go. Uh, we're only six reviews, by the way, off 200 now. Six reviews off 200. That's how close we're. Six. Uh, so, yes, uh, this one is from uh, NST Phillips is the name on the uh, review. No, no, and he says this, superb podcast, five stars. That's very kind of you. Very kind. Uh, he says this, superb podcast, lots of lol moments, no bullshit reviews of games, and tons of banter between the three presenters. Keep up the great work, guys. Enchantment! Anything's got to be nice. the Xbox bulls. See, because that's so what he said. Yeah, thank you very much for that. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very kind of you. Thank, very kind. thank you. Reviews. Here, wait, I got a sound clip for that, too. Yeah, we've had three in the last two weeks. That's pretty good. So there you go. Uh, and that's kind of it. Keep we just them coming, people. Shout-outs. Yeah. Shout-outs. Shout Get the hell out of here. Yeah, shout-outs. Uh, it's time for a yes. shout-out. It's shout time out. for a shout-out. Hey! There you go. Uh, so over to you, Duke. Yeah, I'm going to shout out a lot of people because I had some people showing me love after um, the deer incident. So Step J and Turtle502 and Colin and Dan and Phil Olson, thank you. Obi-Wan Shinobi had that sound clip that he gave me from the uh, guy at halftime at football or whatever. Um, Paul0970 said, already Duke Scath and Chinny1985 are cracking me up about Stu's VR headset. So cheers. That, is, that we are. We're good at cracking people up. Webster and Roberto UK were there to help out on Twitter for Battle 4 4 nonsense. Um, they didn't really help because I found the help elsewhere. But it's good to have people you can sort of, you know, one of the things when you're frustrated, especially with technology stuff, you don't necessarily, I mean, you want answers, but it's sometimes nice to just have somebody able to respond and be like, oh, that sounds annoying or whatever it is. Like, that's just nice to hear. So thank you to both of them and giving me suggestions. Even though Webster was like, try updating your uh, graphics card drivers. I'm like, really? You think I didn't think of that? But whatever. Um, and Antonio for the Rocket League, because it's always great to play with him. And it's such a different game when the person you're playing with like knows your rhythm and they know how to rotate defense and all that. Uh, and of course, everyone listening, thank you for listening. If you've never been in touch before, maybe you've listened to the podcast for a while, but you just said, eh, I don't really feel like sending an email or, you know, I just forget about it. Go ahead, make an effort. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk um, or tweet at us at veterangamersuk. Uh, yeah, and Stu and Chinny, shout-outs to you guys, because I always love doing this show. And shout-out to the Duchess, what, what? Because she rocks. And, yeah, that's it. Over to you, Chinny. Um, I've got no one to shout-out but myself. I hear the wind blow. I hear the wind blow. I don't know. Seems to say hello. Hello, I'm the one who loves you so. Brilliant. Sorry, you were saying, Jenny. I uploaded a video on YouTube. There you go. The end. Go and have a look. Go and have a <laughs> yeah. look. Yeah. Shout I out to everyone who watched like, that and commented on let's it. Play, like, let's play. Like me and Marsh playing GTA. It's, it's very funny, but I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Have a look. Go and check it out. Check out. No, the don't do it. You know yeah. what? You know just what? I want to delete YouTube. Bother. How about that? Just delete the whole of YouTube. I'm going to ring Google and say, "Fucking just delete YouTube." <laughs> Get rid of it. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to shout out Ramatime. 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 Stop. Ramatime. Because he's he sent me a link and said, "Hey, Stu, you might like this game." So I went to look what he was playing, and he was playing this plumbing game uh, where he was stood in a bathroom 
and they had to keep replacing pipes that were about to burst. Did you like the game? Um, it was looked interesting, but obviously he was playing it obviously on his uh, Vive, so he was stood in his room picking up pipes and replacing them. But eventually, this this big pipe bursts in the ceiling, and all this like poo starts floating around his feet in the game. And yeah, it was a bit weird. I've got it on the that stream now. Weird. Yeah, it looked a bit strange. He was like, yeah, play the game with poo. I was like, I don't Good know. Poo game. Uh, but it looked all right. I mean, I mean, and this is the difference, I guess. And this is what I keep saying about the vibe to the PSVR. There's all these things going on on Steam that you just won't be able to get on the on the PSVR. So there you go. Hey now, um, Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and that's about it, really. So on that note, I think we need to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, people. Um, VG Hub is a good thing, too. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out. Thank you very much, And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So, check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your I podcast discovery. I found a new friend underneath my pillow. Was that really singing what I thought it was singing? Come on and wreck my car. Yeah, that's they might be giants, man. Fingertips. It's a classic. It actually sounds in, in my ears. It sounds like come on. It sounded like come on and break my cock. No, wreck my car. That's, that, no, just, you've got a filthy mind there, Stu. Play it again. That's what it sounded like. I'm not just playing again. Ears. I'm gonna play my favorite of the fingertip songs, which is about milk. Please pass the milk, please. Please pass the milk, please. Please pass the milk, please. <laughs> it's a Brilliant. great series of little mini songs. Well, I would love, I would love to hang around and listen to all these, but I've got to go to bed. So, on that note, I'm going to get out of here. I'm okay. Going to see you all later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everyone. Yeah, Bye. thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.